Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Indeed, it's truth is marching on, and happy Memorial Day, everyone. Yes, folks, it is Monday, May 27, 2019, episode 191, nine episodes from 200, ladies and gentlemen, and we wish you all a very safe and happy Memorial Day holiday weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for your service wherever you are at, ladies and gentlemen, past and present. Welcome to episode 191-1605-562-0444-138044. Pounds, join us right now until 5 o'clock. We're expecting a host of gang today, and we got a great show lined up for you this afternoon. Of course, first, let's introduce the guys. Of course, my raw tag team partner, the human suplex machine down in Front Row, Virginia, Mr. John Gross. We say happy Memorial Day to you and your family, and thank you for your service and to everyone out there as well. And join us on the line a little early here today, ladies and gentlemen, the heartbreak kid from my hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, none other than Fonzie. Gentlemen, happy Memorial Day, and welcome to 191. Yep. And we got a great show lined up for you this afternoon. We're going to talk about what was, let's just say, all elite, let's just say, after what happened this past Saturday night, however, in Las Vegas. We're going to talk about the 25th anniversary of TakeOver, of course, ladies and gentlemen, coming up this Saturday night live, of course, ladies and gentlemen, from the Webster Bank Arena in Bridgeport, Connecticut. We'll give you our predictions on that. We'll also be sharing you our thoughts and memories, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of the great moments of NXT over the years, however, ladies and gentlemen. We will be expecting also some big guests this afternoon including King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, the Black Widow, Michelle and Dodds, along possibly with her mother, Christy, along with Mini Brock 2.0, Caleb as well, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, and who knows who else might be calling in this afternoon. We might even have a surprise or two, but folks, let's get into it 
right now. As we said, of course, the big news was All Elite. And, John, we'll start with you on this top story before we get Fonzie's opinion. All Elite Wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, double or nothing. Well, they did double or nothing. And, boy, did they come out swinging on Saturday night in Las Vegas. Some great matches there. Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, two electric boogaloo, as they call it, however, was a great main event. John Moxley, Dean Ambrose shocked us all when he showed up in the main event. However, after the match, we saw a great battle between brother versus brother, Cody versus Dustin, in a, let's just say, a slap to the WWE. Space Tower, the Young Bucks versus, of course, the Lucha Brothers. We saw Awesome Kong show up. We saw Diamond Dallas Page show up. John, all you or nothing, definitely double or nothing. And let's just say, really stuck to their guns. And let's just say, came out swinging. And boy, did they swing for a home run and then some Saturday night. Your thoughts about the show in Las Vegas? I know you have a lot to say. I've never, I've never been impressed with a wrestling show like AEW put on. I have oh, never well, been impressed. I would agree. I would agree. And, folks, if you have not seen that Cody-Dustin match, you talk about some of the most intense matches of all time. You talk about Bret Austin, Mania 13. I am pleased that that AEW put on a good show. I am pleased. Oh, I am, too. I am, too. The Battle Royal was pretty good, too. We saw Hangman Page, of course, get his opportunity by winning the 21, let's just say, card Battle Royal. It was quite a match. Cody and Dustin Rose, as I said. You talk about Brett and Austin. You talk about Mick Foley and Rock. You talk about Ric Flair and Dustin. You talk about Steamboat and Savage. It was up there, along with some of the greatest matches of all time, and these guys did not get sloppy. No, 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 no. They definitely came out swinging, let's just say, held true to their card, Howard, and let's just say delivered an ace of a match, Howard, to say the least. We also saw a great match with the Young Bucks. Also, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose showing up. Your thoughts about these two, John, before I get Fonzie's opinion on these matches that happened Saturday night. John, are you there? Hello? I think John had to... Yeah. John, we're back. We were getting your thoughts about the Young Bucks match and the Jericho Omega match that saw Dean Ambrose show up. Your thoughts about these two? Wow. I mean, Jericho and Omega, anytime you put these two wrestlers together, it, it, it's going to be amazing. And the Young Bucks, too. Yes. Oh, Great yes. tag team match as well. In, but Co- yep. Cody and Dustin. Cody and yep. Dustin. Now that... Now, that was pure wrestling for you. Oh, no question. It was magic. It was magic at its finest, and they definitely came out with a full trumped ace, let's just say, as we say. And I know John will weigh on this topic as well as the upcoming NXT TakeOver show that will be coming up tonight, uh, this Saturday night. Later tonight, how on a very special memorial edition, 11 p.m., be sure to check that out on FacebookLive.com. It will be an interesting show, to say the least. John will have a lot to discuss and talk about, let's just say, coming up tonight, ladies and gentlemen. All you got to look under is GRHS at FacebookLive.com. He will weigh in just after the 11 o'clock hour with AEW, NXT, and everything in between. Fonzie, I know you didn't get a chance to see the show, but I'm sure you've heard the updated results, and I'm sure when you get a chance, you'll get a chance to uh, weigh in with your thoughts, Howard, about the matches. But from what we've said, Howard, it seems like AEW definitely made a loud statement Saturday night challenging WWE. Your thoughts? Yep. <laughs> yeah. And like we said, and it was a big time statement. I would have to say, folks, I have had a chance to go back and watch some of these matches. I still have not seen the Jericho match, and I have not watched all the pre-show yet. But like I said, Jr., you saw uh, Alex Mark 
Marfez. You saw also Excalibur do pretty half-decent on commentary. You saw some big surprises there. Brandy Rhodes showing up. And Cody Rhodes, of course, taking a sledge to a throne. That was mocking Triple H. If you were Diamond Dallas Page also showing up in the uh, Dustin-Cody uh, match. And we saw what happened afterwards on the Rhodes boys said how they're putting their differences aside. It's now brother reunited, Howard, and now the Young Bucks have to be on their toes because the Rhodes boys are coming mm-hmm. to them at the end of June. That is going to be one whopper of a match. Speaking mm-hmm. of whoppers, ladies and gentlemen, however, let's talk about some other news going on. Of course, we want to congratulate both the St. Louis Blues and the Boston Bruins. The Stanley Cup Final is finally here, folks. Game one tonight in Beantown, as the Blues hope to move a little blue, however. And you've got to give credit to the Blues, however. They beat the Sharks, of course, however, in the Western Final to get to this point for the first time since 1970. The Bruins have had an unbelievable run to get here, however, to say the least, after sweeping out the Carolina Hurricanes. I think it's going to go six. I'm picking the Blues to win this. I think the Blues have a good chance. I think they have a little luck and history on their side. But, John, i got to give your thoughts, and i got to give Fonzie's take, however. Who do you think is going to win this uh, NHL Stanley Cup? Um, who, who we got on the NHL Stanley Cup? St. Louis and Boston. Uh, Boston. All right. And uh, how many games? Do you think it will go the whole seven, or do you think it's going to be a short series? All seven games. All seven games, okay. Ah. Fonzie, what do you think, Howard? St. Louis or Boston? I'm picking St. Louis and six. St. Louis and six? Are you nuts? No, I'm speaking the truth. You know it's going to happen, J.D. Fucking Bruins are going to sweep the Blues out of their country. <laughs> I'm going to go well, for four and the Bruins win, and, and it's going to be a city of champions. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are saying they don't want to see that, but we'll see, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Another- Shit. But, but another thing, guys, we're going to talk about is the NBA playoffs. And now the NBA finals are getting interesting, guys. The Toronto Raptors, if you will, will take on the Golden State Warriors, ladies and gentlemen. The Raptors and their superstar, Kawhi Leonard, however, has had an unbelievable run thus far. I do think the Raptors could gimmick the series, however, but I'm still thinking Golden State's going to be a little tough without Kevin Durant. I'm taking Curry and the Warriors in six. Fonzie, I'll start with you this time. Who do you got in this one? <laughs> Warriors in four. <laughs> so, so you're going with a sweep in that one, too. Okay. Fonzie says in four. John, who do you like, Golden State or uh, Toronto? Uh, Golden State. And how many games? Um, Five games. You're going to go with five. Okay. Well, we'll see, guys. We'll see. And before we get into anything else, folks, we can tell you now that officially AEW has signed Dean Ambrose as of today. He will make his debut at the end of June, however, at the Fighter Fest in Daytona. So, folks, there you have it, an updated result on that horror deal. Now, before we get into birthdays and dates with John Howard, we do have some tragic sports news to report. Howard, first off, of course, earlier yesterday, we heard the tragic news. Former five-time football superstar Bart Starr, folks, who, of course, won the Super Bowl twice, Howard, at the Green Bay Packers in the mid to late 60s, Howard, passed away, Howard, early yesterday morning at the age of 85. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Packer family as well as the Starr family, Howard, as they lost one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, who went to the University of Alabama, of course, and played for 15 years in the NFL. NFL from 1956 to 71. And just as we were coming on the air, of course, we heard some other tragic news. Bill Buckner, the man who made the famous gaffe, of course, in the 1986 World Series with the Beantown Red Sox, of course, and 
and of course it was ridiculed for many years for the air that cost them the game and the series however against the New York Mets back in 86 hour passed away of dementia earlier today at the age of 69 our thoughts and prayers are with stars excuse me not only stars friends and family but also Mr. Buckner's friends and family as well as we say goodbye to him as well but we do know that WWE Smackdown will not be having their show tonight we understand at the Tony's Pizza Event Center in Salina Kansas that has been postponed to late October as a result we will find out tonight in Kansas City who Brock Lesnar will cash in on however and when he will be telling everyone he'll make it official but we'll talk more about that here this afternoon we'll talk about the AEW show after John gets birthdays and dates done and then of course we will talk about uh, last week's Raw a little bit about the AEW show itself however and then we're going to talk about a very special thing that is coming up this Saturday night with their 25th show, we'll talk about some of our favorite moments and memories, however, that we've had so far in NXT, however, as far as matches and superstars. So you want to stay tuned to that. We will also, as we said, be expecting a bunch more guests showing up, however, hopefully King of the Bureau, the Black Widow, Caleb Dodds, and my cousin, the franchise, will be stopping by here on this Memorial Day. But in the meantime, we're now going to go, however, feel a little patriotic, however, at the birthday of as we turn it over to the human suplex machine with that, however, and give us our thoughts on that. And when we come back, folks, we'll talk about what is going to be a very interesting Memorial Day edition of Monday Night Raw because today there's one particular incident here that happened on this date that John will share about and I think we all know what it is as John will share his, his thoughts about that and we'll talk about it here in just a few moments. So right now let's go to birthdays and dates with John on that and when we come back we'll start our talk about last week's Raw and look back at this past Saturday night in AEW. John go right ahead. Alright. Alright, alright, alright. Okay. Thirty two years ago today in in Lake Tahoe, Nevada, Soldat Ustinov and Boris Zukov defeated the Midnight Express to win the AWA World Tag Team Championship. Yes. 30 years ago today in Osaka, Japan, Saham Hashi Miko defeated Big Van Vader to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. On the same show, Jushin Thunderleaguer defeated Shiro Kashinika to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. It would be the first of a company record 11 IWGP Junior Heavyweight titles for Leaguer. And he, Liger. of course, will be retiring. Yes, yes, and of course, Liger will be retiring at the end of this year in 2020. I would say next year you have to put him in the Hall of Fame without question. Yeah, 25 years ago today, at a WWE TV taping in Erie, Pennsylvania, a 16-year-old Jeff Hardy made his WWE debut in a losing effort to the One Two Three Kid. On the same taping, Brian Lee made his WWE debut as the fake Undertaker. Who's staring at me? Hold on one second. I'll be right back. Okay. Well, John Sinatra, of course, 911, finally, better known to you as 911 ECW. Also, don't forget this Thursday, folks, how it will be a very special edition of Wolfpack Radio, episode 204-138521. John, of course, will have the birthdays and dates, and, of course, myself and GTS will have your birthdays and dates. This uh, Friday night, we'll have the weekend style wrapping up with the Friday night dying. The rest of the gang, of course, on Revolution 138055 pound. Also, our NXT TakeOver 
uh, 25 predictions, ladies and gentlemen, will be coming up this week, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check that out, of course, Friday night. GTS and I, again, will have the news headlines for you, and, of course, John will supply the birthdays and dates. Tomorrow night, we'll have a double whammy starting at 7 p.m. with Wrestling Revisit at 139926-pound. GTS, myself, John, will go into our time machine and tell you where we're going to go into our time and place. And then at 9 o'clock, we'll get you set up and talk about Monday Night Raw, the aftermath of the Memorial Edition of Raw, ladies and gentlemen, 138055. All right, I'm back. Episode 671. All right, John, just a minute. I'm just going to finish up this thing real fast, and then we'll talk about that in a minute. We will talk about uh, what that tomorrow night. Of GTS and I will have the news headlines. We're going to get John. We'll supply the birthdays and dates as well. So, all right, John, please continue now. Okay. On the same taping, Brian Lee made his WWE debut as the fake Undertaker, managed by Ted DiBiase. Angle set up the real Undertaker's eventual return at SummerSlam. Yes. <laughs> 20 years ago today on Raw is war taping in Moline, Illinois. Jeff Jarrett defeated the Godfather to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. And on the same episode, the Acolytes defeated X-Pac and Kane to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Hmm. What's up, man? 17 years ago today, WWE presented WWE Confidential on Spike TV, where Mean Gene Oakland offered behind-the-scenes looks into WWE talent in and outside the ring and occasionally broke kayfabe. Yes. Three of the show's most notable stories were the abrupt exit of Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels admitting his involvement in the Montreal Screwjob, and a report of the death of Miss Elizabeth. The I've show stayed on for... The only one I didn't watch was the Austin leaving WWE thing and when he went home, took his ball, went home. But I've seen the other two. And that was like a 60-minute show, I remember, when Mean Gene did that. That was one of the more interesting shows to watch. I remember on Saturday nights, like 10, 11 o'clock, usually after Velocity or before Velocity, if you recall. Yeah. Yep. And also debuting that night was Velocity, an in-ring show on Sunday Night Heat featuring SmackDown superstars. In the show's main event, in the show's main event, Trish Stratus defeated Stacey Keebler in a bra and panties match to retain the WWE Women's Championship. There you go. Right. Okay. Um, 17 years ago today, on that same day, I think, Chikara was born. Pro wrestling is born. Yep. Sixteen years ago today, WWA presented its final event, The Reckoning from Auckland, New Zealand. The event aired in the United States on June 8, 2002. Hmm. Ten years ago today, WWE presented Raw from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. In the show's main event, the Los Angeles Lakers, known as John Cena, Batista, Jerry Lawler, MVP and Mr. Kennedy defeated the Nuggets, Randy Orton, The Miz, Cody Rhodes, Ted DiBiase, and The Big Show. Yes, and that reason why we, did, we talked about it last week here on Raw Radio, episode 190, was because the Lakers were playing the NBA Western Final, and they had to move it away from Denver because the Staples Center was being, the Pepsi Center, I should say, not the Staples Center, was being used for that final, however, and they had to move it to Los Angeles, I remember. 
Yeah. It was Mr. Kennedy's first match back with the company since dislocating his shoulder the previous August. And it was also his, his last match with the company. <laughs> Seven years ago today, Chris Jericho was suspended one day after desecrating a Brazilian flag prior to a match with CM Punk at a WWE event in Sao Paulo. Yes. Yep. Happy 29th birthday to former NXT champion Bo Dallas, and happy 34th birthday to Roman Reigns. Yes. Also, yeah. happy 40. Also, happy 58th birthday to Hiro Saito, and also happy 42nd birthday to Alberto Del Taco. I mean, Alberto Del Rio, if you will. However, as he turned 42 on Saturday. Yeah. You also hey, I, I think also Del Rio should be in AEW too. That was gonna be my quest next question. I was gonna say, do you guys see him in AEW and do you already answer your thoughts on this one? I think it's a possibility. I could see that happening. Fonzie, what do you think? Does Alberto Del Rio get into AEW you think? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the <laughs> All right, John, please continue. Before we do, we do have an update on some baseball. It is 2-2 right now between the Marlins and the Nats. It is 3-2 Yankees right now in the top of the middle of the seventh inning. The Orioles are up 4-3 on Detroit. It is 4-0 Rays on the Blue Jays in the top of the sixth. The Pirates are losing again, 3-1, no surprise. The Cubs oh, that's are, nice. uh, yes, are being the Astros, 2-1. It is nothing, nothing with the Royals and the White Sox. Well, coming up here in just a few moments, it'll be the Diamondbacks and the Rockies, the Indians and the Red Sox at Fenway, the Angels and the Athletics. Well, tonight we've got Minnesota, however, taking on uh, Milwaukee. The Pirates and the uh, Reds, of course, resuming their series, and that was when we see the debut of Mitch Keller, the rookie. We thought we were going to see him this afternoon, but instead he was bumped, however, from the start today and said Nick Kingman was given a start. And uh, Kingman was doing pretty well for a while, however. Unfortunately, the Pirates, however, fell behind, however, are now behind 3-1. to one. Uh, Let's just say uh, right now, of course. That's uh, a nice doubleheader, isn't it, J.D.? Yes, it is. And the Pirates have owned the Reds this year, too. They've won 5-6 against them this year. But right now, it looks like the Reds are going to take the first, second, beat the Red Pirates for the second time this year. And the Pirates now streak has hit. Let's just say six of their last seven as they continue to slide. However, King, of course, went four and two-thirds of an inning today. He gave up three runs, striking out five. While Castillo of the Reds, however, has struck out four while walking four, however, five innings, giving up only one run so far. Uh, John, I think your boys today are starting Strasburg, if I'm not mistaken, unless it, I'm not sure who's – unless it's uh, Scherzer. Oh, it's Max Pitchesnay? Okay, so Max Scherzer, who's had a rough year so far. Uh, he has not done too bad today. Unfortunately, he did leave in the last half of the last inning. But it is 2-2 right now as we speak, going into the last of the seventh inning. So there we go. We have a little update on what's going on there. Okay, let's go to uh, Sunday, yesterday. Okay. Uh, 32 years ago today, the Rock and Raw Express are awarded the NWA World Tag Team Championship. Yes. Uh, Manny Fernandez and Rick Reed were champions at the time, but both men left Jim Crockett Promotions. And with Rude leaving for the WWE and Fernandez leaving for Mid South Wrestling. Yes. Uh, that same day, former WWE champion, the Iron Sheik, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan were arrested on <laughs> charges after they yeah. were pulled over on the New Jersey Turnpike. 
Let's feel. Let's just say they were feeling a little high that day. <laughs> yeah, you got busted. They, I said they they were feeling a little high today. Go ahead. Okay. The two men do make it to the house show they were scheduled for that night and work the event without telling WWE management about it. Yes. Yep. Um, 23 years ago today, WWE presented In Your House 8, Beware of Dogs, from the Florence Civic Center in Florence, South Carolina. The event is noted for a severe thunderstorm knocking out power to the area and to WWE satellite trucks. Power was restored just before the main event, but those in the arena did get to see the full scheduled card with emergency lights being used. Yes. Um, also noteworthy, Shawn Michaels was gotten to, as the kids would say. Shawn yelled at a section of fans after one of them them heckled a little too hard. As the story went, Michaels became so unraveled, he flipped off a sound technician after his music wasn't properly queued up. Hmm. As for the home audience. A second version of the event was done two nights later, known affectionately as Beware of Dog 2. Yes. Uh, Goldust defeated The Undertaker in a casket match. We all know that to retain the WWE Intercontinental Championship. And this was the last time we would see Ted DiBiase as well. As Savio Vega defeated Steve Austin because DiBiase was in the WCW, and was set to join the New World Order. Yes. Now, 22 years. Sorry. Before we go anything else, I did find something you guys are going to be interested in hearing. This is what happened, however. Like I said, I found this, actually. You guys are going to listen, you listen to this clip, however. This was from Dean Ambrose the other night, however, after the AEW show. You guys are going to like hearing this clip. This is what he had to say to the WWE, however, after the show the other night. One day, they will all come to my funeral just to make sure that I stay dead. But today is not that day. I'm alive. My heart is still beating and I'm breathing. Fresh air for the first time in a long time. My name is John Moxley. And I am on a mission to reclaim my soul, and I know I'm not the only one who thinks, you know, it's about time this industry got a facelift. So make no mistake about it, this is an official declaration of war tonight. Anyone who wants to get in my way, anybody who stands in AEW's way, I have a mission. Knock the pillars of this industry on their ass. We ain't reading history books anymore, baby. We writing them. Paradigm shift. What do you think, guys? Gary. Yeah. Oh, I would agree. I think 
he definitely meant business. There's no doubt about it. I think Dean meant business. Fonzie, what do you think about uh, Ambrose's uh, promo? No question. No, no question, no answer on that one. <laughs> Certainly. Okay, John, please continue. 22 years ago today on Raw is War from Evansville, Indiana. Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Owen Hart and the British Bulldogs to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Fourteen years ago today, TNA announces that all planned impact tapings were canceled until further notice. Eleven years ago today, Vince McMahon announces on Raw that he would give give away a million dollars a week beginning on the next episode. The ratings desperate ploy known as McMahon Dollar Million Dollar Mania actually began on the June 9th episode, and unfortunately, that would be the lowest rated Raw in about two months. Yes. The experiment is abandoned less than a month later. Six years ago today, WWE signed Kalisto. Yes. All right. And also on that same day, we lost Hector Garza, who died of lung cancer at the age of 43 years old. Yes, we did. Yep. Four years ago today, Ring of Honor announced that Mojo would make an appearance for the promotion at a TV taping in June. Huh. Um, also on that same day, Sami Zayn undergoes shoulder surgery. Today would have been the 40th birthday of Ashley Massaro. Yes, who was just lost last week. You talk about a heartbreaking tragedy there, folks. Our thoughts and prayers were certainly past these friends and family, certainly. Good. All right. All right. Can someone please kill that, please? Who's playing that, John? I know it's not you, right? It's not me. All right, there we go. Better, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, we want to wish happy 52nd birthday to Simple Simon Diamond, better known to you all as Pat Kenny. Believe it or not, he turned 52, I believe, yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. K-E-N-N-E-Y. <clears throat> Let me just double-check here. Yes, Pat Kenny, Pat... K-E-N-N-E-Y, our happy birthday to him. Okay, let's go to Monday. All right. 31 years ago today in Sendai, Japan, Owen Hart defeated Hiroshi Hayes to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. On the same show, Tatsumi Fujinami and Ricky Choshu fought to a no contest for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. The championship would be held up for over a month before Fujinami wins the title back in a rematch. 25 years ago today, AAA presented Triple Mania from El Torrio in Tijuana, Mexico. On that same day, WCW, 23 years ago today, WCW presented the first two-hour edition of Monday Nitro from the Macon Coliseum in Macon, Georgia. 
Debuting as a one-hour show in September 1995, the show quickly became popular with wrestling fans thanks to the show being live every week. And anything can happen, Vibe, in a diverse roster of wrestlers, most notably a stellar cruiserweight division. Never was that anything can happen, Vibe, more demonstrated than during the show's second match. During the match between Steve Dahl and the Mauler, a denim, denim clothes man jumped the rails, and I think we all know, we all know that. Yes. I think and I have we got a sound bite for this. I, I, I have it here, I see. Do you want to play or do you want me to play, John? I'll play it. By all means, please do. I can play it. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry for that commercial, guys. That's all right. Bischoff. 
Oh, did he? Yeah. Some breaking news. 
Uh, Road Dog Jesse James has stepped down as lead writer of Smack, stepped down as lead writer on SmackDown Live, and he is working full time with NXT now, working out the Orlando Performance Center. And that is it for the histories and birthdays today. Wow. Yep. So Road Dog is apparently all elite. Wait, somebody did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody had. Sorry about that, John. Sorry about that, guys. I had to I had to take a call. It was my cousin up in Michigan calling. Uh, John, you were saying after the whole hall thing in Japan, what happened in Japan? Now you were going on after this Johnny Ace thing. What happened next? Uh, the Scott Hall incident. After the Scott Hall incident, we talked about the Japan incident. You talked about Johnny Ace. Though, what was the other thing you had to say? Um, what was the other thing I had to say? Oh yeah, there were birthday that Terry Ronalds defeated Stephen Richards to win the Hardcore Championship. Only to lose yes. it back to Stephen Richards. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, yeah. I heard about that, Japan. Um, happy, uh, I did say happy 37th birthday to Natalia. Yes, happy birthday. And uh, Eric Bischoff, you said, John. Yes, 64. 64 today, yep. yes. And you had a breaking news, too, right, Jay? Uh, right, John? Yep. That what road dog just stepped on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. What are you talking about? Road dog just stepped down from NXT. Yeah. He was just yeah, Holy shit. He just accepted the NXT this morning. So, okay. Yeah. Apparently now have breaking news in apparently from John. According to reports here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we thought it was all but a confirmed deal. However, apparently it says, yeah, I'm looking right now. It says... No, no way. No, no. I lied. Road Dogs reportedly full-time with NXT now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. However, He's okay. working out the Orlando Performance Center. Okay, 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 okay. Never mind. And like we said, you're talking about an interesting podcast here, ladies and gentlemen. Definitely check out E3 Weeks with Eric Bischoff Hour on Podbean, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, wherever you can. It's a very unique show. He talks about that. So happy 64th birthday formally to the WCW Executive Vice President and announcer of Funny Nitro, as well as WWE co-executive, if you will, EZE Eric Bischoff. And happy 37th birthday to the parts who we'll talk about here in just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only uh, Natalia Nightheart, however, the star of Jim the Anvil Nightheart, of course, and the niece of Brett the Hitman Hart. So, John, thank you very much for uh, your report, Howard. Let's give you the number again, 1-605-562-0444. This is episode number 191, ladies and gentlemen, however. Nine episodes away, ladies and gentlemen, from the Magic 200 Hour of 200 for the Memorial Day edition of Raw Radio, the Human Suplex Machine, along with the Heartbreak Kid, and of course, I am your host, the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo. We are expecting, of course, a bunch of more showing up here in just a little bit. Gentlemen, we're going to talk now about AEW All Elite Double or Nothing and break down the card for you and give you our thoughts. And then when we're done with that, we'll give you our thoughts about last week's Raw. It was a very interesting night, however, if you will, the night after Money in the Bank in Albany. So with that said, let's take a look right now and tell you what happened on this show. Of course, the first match of the night, ladies and gentlemen, however, 
was the uh, 21-man Casino Battle Royale, and of course the winner of that would feature receive a future excuse me AEW World Championship match against the winner of the Double or Nothing main event winner between Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Here are your participants in the matchup. Dustin Thomas, MJF, Sunny Days, Brandon Cutler, Michael Nakazawa, Isaiah Cassidy, Jimmy Havoc, Joey Janela, Sean Spears, better known to you as the perfect 10-10-10, Ty Dillinger, the one and only Billy Gunn, Joey Janela, Glacier, formerly of WCW, Jungle Boy, who is the son of former uh, actor Luke Perry, Mark Queen, Q-U-E-N, Ace Romero, Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt, Sonny Kiss, Adam Page, as we said, Orange Cassie, and the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer. In the end, Adam Page knocks out MJF, if you will. As a result, he is pretty much done for the evening. That guy is known as Maxwell Jacob Freeman. He, of course, is a young, cocky miss. He's 23 years old, also known as Pete Lightning. Of course, he, of course, has made his pro debut at the age of 18. So he's been in the business for four years. Brian Myers, better known to you all as Kurt Hawkins. So there you go. Some history there on that. But John, Adam Hangman Page, after the match with Neville in England, however, ends up being on the pre-show here. And as a result, wins the Casino Battle Royale. Your thoughts about the opening contest of the night? Yeah, that was a better match. Yes, I would agree. I was surprised. I would definitely agree with you. I was a little surprised here because I thought it would be someone like Ty Dillinger or even Tommy Dreamer pulling off the win. But Adam Page, of course, after that battle he had with Devil in England the week before, of course, in which Neville uh, gave him quite the match. And, of course, Neville called himself the bastard, if you will. And, you know, no pun intended. That is his new name, if you will. Taking care of the hangman, how and trying to break his knee. Adam Page, of course, coming into uh, Vegas uh, with a one, uh, let's just say, a bad knee, if you will, at the hands, thanks to the hands of Neville, if you will, or let's just say Pac, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, PAC, as it was always saw what happened there. Uh, I know you didn't get a chance to see this match. Let's get your thoughts about this one. Adam Page wins the Battle Royale and is now waiting to see who will face him, either Chris Jericho or Kenny Omega. Your thoughts about the opening match of the evening here at AEW. I'm going to agree with John. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much there. All right, John, we'll go back to you again. Our next match, our Kip Saban taking on Sammy Guevara. As a result, Kip Saban is the winner here. Your thoughts about this one? Yeah, I lost this match. <laughs> Yeah, I did too. I did too. However, I took Sammy in this one, I remember. Fonzie, your thoughts about this one? I can hear what you say. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say, J.D., because I didn't see it. I hear you. I didn't see it, you know. So, I can agree with both of you, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right, thank you very much, there you go. Up next, of course, was another interesting match here, ladies and gentlemen, of course. It was SoCal on center, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky, taking on the strong hearts of Seema, T-Hawk, and Al Lindemann. John, your thoughts about this six-person tag that opened up the main show as these two were... Yeah, that was a... Yeah, that was a great way to open up the show. I would agree. I would definitely agree there with you. Fonzie, your thoughts about SoCal Uncensored pulling off the win against the Stronghearts? <laughs> uh, I guess I can agree with John. <laughs> I, guess. 
Yes, thank you very much there. Up next, a very interesting match here. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Yes, the dentist and girlfriend or wife of Adam Cole, baby, who we'll talk about here in just a little bit, took on Nyla Rose, oh, Kyle gosh. Ray, and a surprise of Awesome Kong. Yes, folks, Awesome Kong is back in wrestling, and she was brought to the ring, however, surprisingly, by Cody Rhodes' wife, if you will, Brandy Rhodes. John, this turned a triple threat into a fatal four-way. Your thoughts about this one? Yeah, I was hoping one to beat one of my uh, hometown hometown favorites is going to win, but that was not to be. But would you say right now that Dr. Britt Baker, Howard Awesome Kong could be getting on, or could we see a three-way now at the next show between uh, Nyla Rose, Baker, and Kong? Yeah, and when are they going to get the women's title? That's a good question. question. That's a very good question. I, they might do that at the next show. You never know. We could see that happen. It's a possibility. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? What are your thoughts about Dr. Britt Baker, Adam Cole's girlfriend, wife, however, whatever, taking on Nyla Rose, Kylie Ray, and the debuting of Awesome Kong in AEW? What are your thoughts about this one? I'm going to agree with John again. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much there. Okay. Up next, of course, a very interesting encounter here, ladies and gentlemen. The best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Brad, defeating Angelico and Jack Evans. I was wrong on this one. John, this one did not disappoint whatsoever. Your thoughts about this one? Pretty good. Pretty good, I will say. I would agree there. I would definitely agree there. Fonzie, uh, your thoughts about this one? Agree with all this. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Up next, however, was another interesting moment, however. Hakoros, Shida, Ryu, Abe, and Ryu Mezunami taking on Aja Kong and her friends, however, in a six-woman tag here as the Battle of Japan was uh, commenced here. John, your thoughts about this six-person women's uh, affair from the Land of the Rising Sun? Yeah, it was a pretty good match. Uh, I enjoyed it. Thank you very much, John. I would have to agree with you once again. Fonzie, I don't think I have to ask you again, right? Right. <laughs> All right, there we go. All right, however. Up next, of course, ladies and gentlemen, was one of the better matches, of not the best match of the night, John. I know you're going to have a lot to say about this one. Cody versus Dustin, match of the year quality. I would say this was definitely the match of the night by far. Oh, yes, it was. I have to agree. Yes. Both men blood, blooded one another until they couldn't go. Yes. And the aftermath of just seeing a picture, and I know Michelle just put a picture of Cody and uh, Dustin embracing after the match hour. Just, I mean, what can you say? I mean, these guys absolutely tore it down. These guys were definitely being chanted, and the fans said, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, they should be, say, they should be saying more than thank you. I mean, this was just, this was, like I said, you talk about some blood battles of the past. I mean, you talk about, like I said, however, like I said, however, uh, like I said, however, I mean, this was a match like none other. This was an intense match for the word go. It reminded you of Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair, Randy Savage, of course, versus uh, possibly Hulk Hogan. It was all those things all tied up into one. This one was definitely quite a match, to say the least, however, and this one was definitely worth watching. So, folks, if you've not seen this match yet, definitely check it out. John, up next, the Young Bucks versus the uh, Lucha Brothers. If you're the Young Bucks coming through in this one, your thoughts about this one? John, are you there? Hello? Yeah, we're still yeah. on. Your thoughts about the Young Bucks-Lucha uh, Brother match? Good match, good. 
I would agree there. I would agree there. Uh, again, uh, we'll uh, don't have to ask Fonzie's thoughts about this, but uh, we've already heard Fonzie's thoughts about this, so that's okay. And then, John, we go to the big one. Moxley, of course, showing up here, but Jericho Omega 2, Electric Boogaloo, how are then, you? J.D., top of the fourth, Pittsburgh four, uh, Cincinnati three with one out. I think Josh Bell just hit a home run, I guess. Oh, oh let's take a look. Well, we'll take a look here. Hold on a second. We'll get an update on that. I just saw it. Yes, he did. I got some baseball news, but it's not good for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, your boys are down <laughs> to the eighth inning. Three to two. Yep, in the last eight against the Marlins. Yes, and as Fonzie said, the Pirates, of course, now up power in the top of the seventh inning, up 4-3. Thank you very much, Eric, guys, both of you, with your scoring updates. Uh, yes, you're right, Fonzie. Josh, ring my ding-a-ling bell. How it continues his torrid hitting. He crushed it. He crushed it. He's been on a tear the last three weeks, folks. I mean, you talk about one of the hottest players in the bigs right now, and I think he goes one ahead now of Kristen Yelich of Milwaukee. He hits his 17th home run of the season tonight against uh, yeah. the Red Tower. And like we said, the Pirates, of course, at one point were down 3-1, to one, but the Pirates now have battled back with three runs in the last two innings, two in the sixth inning, however, including, however, uh, I mean, so far it has been Adam Frazier's got a couple hits today. Melky Cabrera continues to do pretty well, hitting two more, having two more hits himself today. The Pirates right now in the last top of the seventh inning early on in the first of a day-night doubleheader are up. As Fonzie just pointed to us, hopefully they can hang on in the first game here. They are up 4-3 to three in the seventh, and as John just pointed out, his boys are down 3-2 to two in the last of the eighth inning against the Fish. But the Nats do have a runner on with one out in the last of the eighth inning, so hopefully the uh, Nats can have a chance to tie right now. The Nats end of the day 22-31, and 31, however, on the season. 13-14 uh, at home, believe it or not. The Pirates, on the other hand, meanwhile, are... Uh, 25 and 25, 15 and 11 away from PNC. They enter the day uh, four and a half games out of first place, believe it or not, despite the losers of six of their last seven. And of course, it will be interesting to see if they can take the first game of a day night doubleheader. Of course, they're making this game up today, and then they got a couple more games to make up, power and clean tomorrow and Wednesday. And then they will not play the Reds again until late July. So uh, I know the Reds are really getting tired of us beating them up like a redhead stepchild, no pun intended, but they are just getting slapped around pretty good by the Pirates this year. So we will be watching this very carefully. But as we said, folks, we talked about the Jericho Omega match uh, that would happen. Sean, I know you had a lot to say about this match, so please go right ahead with this one. Your thoughts about this and the aftermath that followed. Yes, I did. I mean... What an outstanding match between these two, next to Goldust and Cody. And then right yep. after that match, we saw John Moxley. Yes, we did. And, of course, yep. John Moxley, better known to you all, ladies and gentlemen, as Dean Ambrose, he definitely uh, struck big, however, if you will, in Sin City, if you will. On the whole, however, I'm going to give this show about an eight, almost an eight and a half, quarter to an eight and a half out of ten. Uh, John, your thoughts on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate this show? Well, I'm going to give this show a 9 out of 10. All right. Thank you very much. Fonzie, go ahead. Your thoughts about the matchup that happened and uh, your final rating about this show. Agree with John. I'm going to do a little bit heavier than that. So I would have saw probably got a 10 out of 10, probably. 
Well, thank you very much, guys. I mean, it seems like everyone enjoyed the show. No question about it. We definitely enjoyed it, too. And, of course, folks, they're going to continue on into next month. Of course, we will have more updated with what happens next month. Already so far, for Fighter Fest, ladies and gentlemen, they already have three matches signed for the show, including Jabali versus Michael Nakazawa, Cody versus Darby Aline, and The Elite. Yes, folks, the Young Bucks, however, Kenny Omega and Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson will take on Pac and the Lucha Brothers in a six-person tag. Cody's match now might be changed, however, to uh, the match, however, with him and his brother taking on the uh, Lucha Brothers for this show. If not, they actually, no, they will not be fighting this show. They will be fighting at the Fighting for the Fallen, folks. So, folks, another match has now been listed, ladies and gentlemen, for Fight for the Fallen. That will be coming up on July 13th, ladies and gentlemen, at the Daily's Place, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, Amphitheater at TIA Bank Field. Which is actually right on the camp, right on the stadium facility of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we do understand that All Out, of course, will be coming up in late August in Chicago. I have already heard rumblings, guys, and you're going to be absolutely blown away to hear this, however. But we have already heard rumblings that CM Punk, yes, folks, CM Punk, the best in the world, could be making his debut that night, ladies and gentlemen. In Chicago, how in his hometown, that night on August 31st. So, folks, we will be watching that very, very carefully. Anyway, guys, we're now going to talk about Monday Night Raw and the aftermath that happened, ladies and gentlemen, last Monday night, of course, in Albany. I know we have a lot to discuss on that whole front. John, I'll start with you again this time, Howard. What were your thoughts about last Monday's show? And uh, apparently we could find out maybe as early as tonight, Howard, who Brock Lesnar might be cashing in on, Howard. Your thoughts, please. I don't have any comment on her all, but I do, uh, except for the good. 24-7 title, which is, by yeah, the way, crap. Which is, by oh, the way, yeah. crappy, and they're, and they're trying to trying to get back in the fold because AEW put their head for the meat grinder last Saturday. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I would have to agree with you, no question about it. Fonzie, uh, thank you very much, son. Fonzie, what were your thoughts about last Monday and also about the new belt that uh, we just talked about? Pretty interesting, the new belt, 24-7. But um, no comment on the result of the Monday Night Raw. What were you saying about the belt? I know you heard you said no comment about the Raw show, but what were you saying now, however? I said it's a pretty interesting about the belt. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Good points, indeed, guys. Very, very good points, indeed. And, of course, we will be talking more about that. Of course, don't forget, as we said tonight, Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live from Kansas City. Also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, two weeks from today, folks, however, we will be having the return of our good friend, the Rousting and Al Patel, of course, ladies and gentlemen, who is still... Uh, halfway across the world, of course, in India, we would like to send out a special happy Memorial Day to him and his family, and hopefully it's a safe one over there in India, if you will. However, I know I talked to him a couple times in the last few weeks. How he said he's looking forward to getting back on with us, guys. So we will be hearing from him soon. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about, of course, the latest weather. I'll give you the weather forecast here in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen, and then we'll start to talk about Takeover 25 that is coming up, ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday night from the Webster Bank Arena in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Formerly the Harbor Yard Arena, if you will. So let's give you the weather forecast, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, and tell you what's going on with the latest weather and give you the weather forecast here, ladies and gentlemen. So we will tell you about it right now here. Right now. Just give me a minute here, folks. I'm just working on this here. Uh, just saw it here. So give me a minute here. Okay, here we go. All right, here we go. For the weather forecast right now, here is your weather 
forecast for this week's holidays and gentlemen. Da, 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 da. So I just had it. Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to get this done here. There we go. I got it now. Okay, here we go. For Pittsburgh, coming up later on today, it will be rain, however, possible, however, but high of 75 to 77. Tomorrow, it will be 82 to 84 with a chance of rain. Wednesday, chance of rain again, high of 76 to 79. Thursday, 75 to 78 with rain yet again. But Friday through Sunday look pretty good, 74 to 77 with some sunshine and clouds. 77 to 80 on Saturday, and then 76 to 79 next Sunday. Uh, rain possible next uh. Monday, 72 to 75 with a chance of rain. So that is the way the weather looks like uh. in Pittsburgh the next week, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's take a look at what's going on down in Front Royal and give a weather forecast of what's going on, however, there. As we will tell you right now what the weather forecast looks like down there today. is 77, mostly cloudy. Tomorrow, chance of scattered rain, 83 to 86. 84 to 88 on Wednesday with rain again. 87 to 90 rain on Thursday. And then 77 to 80 however, on Friday, which isn't too bad, however. So there you go. It looks pretty good there. Uh, as far as uh, this uh, weekend, let's take a look and tell you what's going to be there. 81 to 84 however, mostly sunny. 80-83, how afternoon showers again, and 78-81 to 81 next Sunday and Monday. So John's going to be getting rain pretty much all week down there in, uh, let's just say, however, Front Royal. And Palmyra, meanwhile, however, let's tell you what the weather looks like down there. Right now, of course, it is... All right, gentlemen, I'll be right back. i got to give me a drink because my throat is, dry, is dang near dry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to grab mine here in a second, too, after I get the weather forecast in, too. So go ahead, John. Tomorrow, of course, it will be 90 to 93 and partly cloudy. 87 to 91 and partly cloudy again. Uh, afternoon clouds with some sunshine on Thursday, 91 to 94. 82 to 85, however, on uh, Friday. Afternoon showers, 80 to 83 on Saturday. 82 to 85 and rain on Sunday, and then 82 to 85 again on Monday. So, folks, that's what it looks like in Palmyra. Meanwhile, Toronto, ladies and gentlemen, and GTS is like Duck in the Woods. We'll tell you about it here and now and give you a forecast of what's going on there. It is 56 to 60 with partly cloudy and some sunshine. Tomorrow, 52 to 55. 53 to 57 hour on Wednesday, 54 to 58 rain on Thursday, 53 to 57 on Friday, folks. That's not too bad there. That's pretty good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, as far as the weekend goes, let's tell you what it looks like there. Uh, Friday, 60 to 63, however, with mostly sunny skies and some clouds. 61 to 64 on Saturday. Next Sunday, 60 to 63, with mostly cloudy skies and some sunshine with clouds. And then 62 to 65 hour on Monday, however, with mostly sunny skies. So there you go. That's the weather forecast in Toronto. Trinity, North Carolina, meanwhile, Mr. WCW's next was how we can tell you right now. It is mostly sunny, however, and partly cloudy, 86 to 89, of course, today. Tomorrow, 91 to 94 with sunny skies, 91 to 95 on Wednesday, partly cloudy skies with some sunshine, 90 to 94 on Thursday, and, of course, partly cloudy skies again with some sunshine, 83 to 87, however, on Friday with scattered showers throughout the day. And then as far as the weekend goes, and on Monday, 86 to 89 with afternoon showers on Saturday, 87 to 90 on Sunday, however, partly cloudy skies with some sunshine, however, and then afternoon showers again next Monday, 87 to 90 in Trinity. 
Meanwhile, however, in Tampa and also Jacksonville, Arkansas, let's report what's going on down there. In Tampa, in the neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, right now it is sunny, 92 95. Now, 92 to 96 in rain, 94 to 97 in sunny skies, 94 to 97 again on Thursday, 91 to 94 in rain on Friday. However, next weekend, however, uh, I'm having a tough time hearing here. Thank you. Uh, Friday, we can tell you, it'll be 91 to 94 morning showers, however. Uh, partly cloudy skies, 92 to 95 with some sunshine on Saturday, 92 to 95 on uh, uh, Sunday, and then 92 to 95, however, on sunny and sunny on Monday next week. So, folks, there you go there. And finally, Jacksonville, Arkansas, ladies and gentlemen, the Emperor's Amarick and Box Neck of the Woods, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you right now the weather forecast looks like this. Right now, mostly sunny skies, 84 to 88. Tomorrow will be 87 to 91 with rain, 84 to 87 on Wednesday with rain, 85 to 88, however, both Thursday and Friday with sunny skies and partly cloudy uh, skies as well. And then, folks, however, as far as the weekend goes, however, let's tell you what it looks like for the weekend. However, ladies and gentlemen, right now, uh, I'm going to get a report on that here in just a moment here, folks. I just want to get a report on this here, so bear with me here, folks. Uh, da, 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 da. We just saw it a second ago. Uh, <clears throat> it is going to be 87 to partly cloudy skies, however, on Friday with some sunshine. 88 to 90, however, on Saturday with partly cloudy skies again. What chance of, uh, and then Sunday and Monday, let's see here. Uh, Sunday, of course, scattered rain 86 to 89, and then 88 to 91 in afternoon showers next Monday. Uh, before we do anything else, I just want to check something real quick as far as Pittsburgh goes, however, because next Friday I'm supposed to play golf in some charity outing. Now, hopefully the weather will be nice and holding up for that. Let's take a look and uh, tell you what's going on as far as that goes uh, right now, however. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see what it looks like next Friday. Of course, I'm supposed to play. A uh, chance of afternoon showers, but it doesn't look too bad as of now. Again, that could change. 80 to 83, so that's not too bad then. And then I got a graduation party two days after that with afternoon showers expected there next week, two weeks from Sunday. So 82 to 85 that day too. So I'm hoping both next Friday and next Sunday, not this uh, Friday and Sunday, but next Friday, the seventh day of Super Showdown, which by the way, next week, folks, we will talk about that here on Raw Radio and give you our predictions as well and thoughts about that as well. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we're now going to talk, of course, about NXT TakeOver 25, ladies and gentlemen, which, by the way, you can see on the WWE Network this Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, it should be a lot of fun, however. Uh, just a second here. I think John's back with us now, and we will hit his thoughts, too. Yeah, I'm back. About, okay, yes, I can see that. Thank you very much, there, John. Uh, we're going to get his thoughts about this, however, as well, however, and get everyone's thoughts about NXT TakeOver 25. Again, five matches are listed for this Saturday night. Of course, here is what we got, ladies and gentlemen, of course, however. That being said, there are five matches on the card. We'll weigh in with our predictions on that. And we might even get a bet in. You never know. But that being said, let's talk about the matches again. These are five matches that have been listed on the card. However, let's get to another match before Sunday or Saturday night. You know, that is what we're going to see this coming week, ladies and gentlemen, here on the network. Of course, again, it all takes... Uh, it takes place, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. With that said, let's now get into uh, predictions and thoughts with everyone here on the show. 
And we will start it off, of course, this time with Fonzie. So, Fonzie, uh, we'll start with you on the first match of the night here at NXT TakeOver 25 this Saturday night. It will be the bro man himself, Matt Riddle, taking on Roderick Strong. Matt Riddle, of course, has said he will take on the winner of the main event, which we'll talk about here in just a moment, a little bit. Your thoughts about this one. Who wins this, the bro man or Roderick Strong of the Undisputed Era? Undisputed Era. going to go with Roderick Strong. Okay. John, who do you like, Matt Riddle or Roderick Strong? You know who I'm pulling for, Matt Riddle. You're going to go with the bro man himself, okay? And you know what? I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm going to take Roderick Strong here. I'm going to take Roderick Strong as well. I'm going to go Fawn on this one. As much as I like Matt Riddle, I think Roderick Strong is going to pull off the upset here. So I'm going to go with him. All right, guys, here's another one that just was announced last week. The Velveteen Dream. Yes, folks, the Dream is looking to, uh, well, continue to be uh, having everyone uh, bow and worship him. We saw what happened. NXT that being said, it will be the Velveteen Dream taking on Prince Pretty. Yes, folks, the gorgeous one is back in NXT, however, and he will be challenging for that North American Championship as of this weekend, however, and as of now, however. The Velveteen Dream has held the belt now for over 117 days total, 96 days recognized. He still has ways to go, however, if you will, however. That being said, however, he still has ways to go to catch Adam Cole and Ricochet or Ricochet, whatever you want to call it, however. That being said, of course, it has been a good run so far, however, like I said, however, as far as that goes. But that being said, however, John, I will go to you this time. Who do you like between the Velveteen Dream and Tyler Breeze? Well, I'm going to go with Velveteen Dream. We're going to go with the Dream to retain the North American Championship, okay? And Fonzie, who do you got? The Dream or the Gorgeous One, Prince Pretty himself? I'm going to go with John on And you know what? I'm going to go as well with you guys on that one, too. So I'm going to pick Howard that one as well. So there you go. I'm going to say the Velveteen Dream Howard wins this one as well. So there you go, guys. Okay. Up next, Tower is a very unique match, and this one will be very interesting to watch. It is a fatal four-way, however, for the NXT Tag Team Championship. The War Raiders, of course, last week told Commissioner William Regal they put their nose in there on their way to the roster, and, well, we've seen what's happened, ladies and gentlemen. With that said, however, we now know what's going to happen. Okay, back. Sorry about that, guys. Anyway, that being said, of course, we saw what happened, and as a result, how we saw what has happened, and here is who the participants are in this one. It will be, let's see here, uh, who am I going to put, oh, here we go. It'll be Oni Martin and Jamie Birch, taking on Steve Crawford, Angelo Dawkins, and Montez Ford, taking on Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, the Unsuited Era, taking on, believe it or not, the Forgotten Sons, Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler. This is going to be a ladder match. We'll see what happens. John, who do you like in this one? I'm going to go with the Forgotten Sons. Forgotten Sons, okay. I'm going to go with Oni Orkan and Danny Burch on this one. Fonzie, who do you got in this one? Same thing as John said. All right, you're going to go with them as well. Uh, let's see here. All right. Let me just, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just doing some stuff here. Bear with me here, guys. Uh, so, okay, so, so we have a little bit of a disagreement there. Okay, here we go. Up next, guys, the women's title is on the line. Shayna Baszler, the queen of spades, who I'm sure will have her friends with her, 
of Desmond Duke and Marina Shafir. And unless they're told to stay in the back, we'll take on Io Shirai. Fonzie, I'll start with you this time. Who do you like between Shayna Baszler and Io Shirai for the women's title? Baszler! You're going to go with Shayna Baszler. Fonzie is close with Baszler. John, who do you got, Baszler or uh, Io Shirai? I'm going with Baszler. So you know what, I'm going to go with Baszler, too. I think Baszler will stay down just a little longer, however. I do think, however, you're going to see, uh, like I said, a very interesting match, however, with those two. I think they'll do pretty well with each other, but I'm going to go with them as well. So there you go. All right, up next, of course, is our main event, ladies and gentlemen. And this is going to be interesting because Matt Riddle has said he will take on the winner of this if he thinks he can beat Roderick Stronghauer. But again, that will have to be interesting. We'll, we'll be interested in watching that, folks, and seeing that that will happen. It is Johnny Gargano. Yes, folks, Johnny Wrestling, the man who pulled off the Miracle of Miracles Tower at NXT New York Tower against Adam Cole, baby, in the two out of three falls match. We'll meet Adam Cole once again, however. But this time, however, there's a twist. Adam Cole and his undisputed era, however, have been in, uh, let's just say, not seeing the best of uh, eyes towards each other as of late. Because then, we've seen some intensity between the three members of the UE, let's just say. John, I'll go to you last. Monty, I'll start with you this time. Who do you think is going to win between the undisputed era and uh, Adam Cole, however, as Adam Cole and Gargano go at it one more time? I'm going to say Gargano. You're going to say Gargano, okay. Which should be an exciting, however, 
uh, mandatory uh, thing, however, if you will. And of course, we'll start it off with, uh, like I said, John, and we're probably there. So, John, you can name your favorite superstar. You can name a match of NXT. It doesn't really matter. So, go right ahead uh, with your first pick, please. Uh, favorite NXT superstar, Johnny Gargano. Yes, Johnny Russell. You can talk about superstars. How one of the most unique guys who over the years has been the heart and soul of NXT, whether it be in a tag match with his former teammate and buddy Tomasa Chiafa, the Sicilian stretcher, teaming up with him in DIY, or maybe going out on his as of late the last few years. However, it is Johnny Wrestling, no question about it. Thank you very much, John. Uh, Fonzie, I'll get your pick here in just a minute. As I'm expecting I just heard a beep come in, so I'll be back in a minute. Hold on a minute. I'm back again, guys. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, as you know, I had to take that call with my sister calling in. So uh, we uh, wish her a very special, happy uh, Memorial Day. Uh, very interesting thoughts here. Okay, John, uh, you went with Johnny Gargano as your first pick. That's a nice pick, by the way. Uh, like I said, however, uh, that being said, however, uh, there you go. All right, uh, I'm going to go with my first pick. I'm going to say my first pick is uh, the man that gravity forgot, however, Finn Balor. I'm going to say Finn Balor's first pick, so that will be my first uh, interesting pick here. All right, John, you're up again. Oh, wait a minute, we have to go Fonzie. What's that? Fonzie, Matt. Uh, apparently Fonzie has left us. Uh, I don't know what's up. How are, and, uh, if you want to you know, go ahead, how are, if you want to go ahead, you to go ahead and I'll call him here in a second. How are, and then if you want to take over for a minute, how are, I'll have to step out. How are, I'll try to get back with him on the line. Uh, but go ahead with your next pick. Um, Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream. Ooh, another good one. Velveteen Dream. Okay. All right, my next pick here is going to be a match. And then, you know what? I'm going to say this is a match. Uh, I'm going to say my first match will be a match that I just watched talking about Johnny Gargano. DIY versus The Revival in Toronto years ago. You talk about an amazing match that was, how one of the best tag matches in recent memory. I'm going to say that is my next moment. Okay, you're up again. I'm up again. Uh, Matt Riddle. The bro man, very good choice, very good choice. Okay, uh, you know what? My next pick, however, is going to be a woman, and I'm going to say it's going to be Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair is my next pick. All right, you're up again. Mm, I gotta say, Oscar. Ooh, that's a good one. The Empress of Tomorrow, Oscar. Okay. 
I'm gonna go match. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn NXT Takeover Dallas. This is my next moment. However, go ahead. Cool. Well, um, Sami Zayn, and I also enjoyed the one between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. That was a good. That's a good one. Sami Zayn's a good pick. I was also thinking also you were gonna do maybe Sami Zayn versus How you doing, tomorrow. Sir? That's a good pick, though. Very good pick there. Very good one, John. Uh, I'm going to go, however, Superstar, and I am going to go Kevin Owens. Now that you talk about Kevin Owens. And uh, like I said here, like I said, however, uh, like I said, you want to go with your next pick? Go right ahead. Um, Next pick, Speculance. Ooh, that's a good one. Alright, I'm going to say my next one would be The Revival, believe it or not. I'm going to go Revival on this one. You're up. Mm-hmm. Alter Black. Ooh, the Dutch Destroyer. Good choice. Uh, I'm going to go Ricochet. I'll be back in a minute. If you want to go with your next... You can go back-to-back if you want in the next two. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. All right, who are your next two? Okay, my next pick is is uh, Sasha Banks, and the matchup I pick is Sasha and Bailey. 
The one in Brooklyn or the 30-minute Iron Woman match? The one in Brooklyn. Good choice. That, that, that's a good pick there. Those, those are uh, the very good picks there. I, very good picks indeed. Very, very good picks indeed. Heller. Like I, okay, I'm going to go next. Teller will be... I'm going to say my next match will be... Oh boy, this is tough. This is tough. I'm going to say my next one will be... You know what? This will be a good one. Yeah. I'm going to go... Uh, like I said, Samoa Joe, and I think the match Samoa Joe and Finn Balor in London. So I'm going to go with on that one. I'm going to pick that one. Okay, you're next. I'm going to say, uh, Fallen. Ooh, the freak, yes. Very good, very good pick there. Alright, uh, my next one will be, however, I'm going to go back to the women again. I'm going to say, however, it is going to be, however, uh, as crazy as this sounds, however, I'm going to say for a time, Alexa Bliss, your girl. She was pretty good, however, her run in NXT, surprisingly. I'm going to take Alexa on that one. Well, will. <laughs> yes. Um, um, well, the tag team I have to go with is The Revival. Yes. There's a match, a very good pick there. All right, let's talk about who we got next hour. And, of course, I just made an effort to try to get Fonzie back on the line, unfortunately. Fonzie is not picking up, so apparently Fonzie uh, has left us for the day. But Fonzie, thank you for joining us. Of course, we'll check back in with you later on this week, however, later on tonight. However, we hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. Be safe and be careful out there as well, despite the weather. All right, uh, my next one is going to be uh, surprisingly an announcement. I want to go with this one. I'm going to say uh, Mauro Ranulo. Oh! I'm going to take Mauro Ranulo here, surprisingly. Alright, uh, you're up. Um, I'm up, and, uh, I would like to say my one, other one has to be Paige. Ooh, that's a good one. I was thinking about Paige, too, but that's a good pick, yes. Very, very good pick there, however, surprisingly. And, uh, by the way, however, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, we do want to send out a special congratulations, however, believe it or not, however. Uh, believe it or not, we understand how uh, that the Miz is going to be the proud father of a little girl again. Yes, folks, he found over the weekend that his lovely wife, Maurice, will be expecting a second little girl later on this year. So congratulations to Mike, the Miz, Mizan, and his lovely wife, however, Maurice, however, for the birth of their second child coming up later this year. However, of course, they already have a child already in Maurice die, and now, of course, they're adding a second one to the clan now in the form of another daughter. They do not have any names picked out as of yet, however. Uh, while we're uh, also on this story, however, we do want to report, however, we do want to thank uh, Mr. Dyson for reporting this, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, according to reports, ladies and gentlemen, earlier this afternoon, however, let's just say, at Mission Isle Beach, however, which I know where that is, I believe, according to reports, however, a deck collapsed, however, at a home there, we understand, and according to reports from WWAY, the house collapsed shortly after 1.30 p.m. this afternoon, however, on Ocean Isle, West Boulevard, ladies and gentlemen, we understand how our, in that region, how, and we understand how, our, as a result, how we also heard earlier yesterday, according to reports from CBS affiliate 
NCT, however. One man was reported dead and three children in the hospital after a water rescue in Pine Knoll Source. According to reports, it happened at the Memorial Beach Access Tower yesterday, and the man was found by Atlantic Beach lifeguards on jet skis, but later died from his injuries. Meanwhile, the three children, however, were saved from the water. However, according to reports, however, the help of fishing devices provided by beachgoers. According to reports, however, red flags were found at Pine Knoll Source as of yesterday. The family is asking that the name of the man who died not from the road, but the children left in good condition. So that's good to report. But our thoughts and prayers with this gentleman's friends and family who passed away yesterday, and also what happened earlier today as well, ladies and gentlemen. As Debbie Smith, mayor, told WWAY crews, lifted a couple people to the hospital. So, folks, there you go. According to reports, are this happened again? However, ladies and gentlemen, we heard, ladies and gentlemen, uh, earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, and again, this happened. However, like I said, however. Shortly after 1.30 p.m. this afternoon on Ocean Isle West Boulevard. So we are definitely going to be keeping an eye on that story, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, uh, my next pick is going to be... I'm going to say Tyler Breeze will be my next pick, believe it or not. I agree with you. Alright, uh, you're up again, so go right ahead. Well... Um, <laughs> Matt Riddle. Very good pick, the bro man himself. Very good pick there. I'm going to say my next pick, however, is going to be... Let me think. Let me think. Uh... Oh, my next pick is going to be a good one. I'm going to say a match here. My next match will be, however, the matchup, however, will be, however, that happened, the North American Championship match that happened at NXT TakeOver last year in New Orleans, however you remember. So I'm going to say that one. Um, okay, the next one will be Lost Sullivan. Okay. Yeah, well, who's your pick? Lars Sullivan. Oh, okay. All right, I'm going to say Tomasa Chiappa is my next one. Uh, all right, well, I'll go with the next one. Andre Cena All Mets. All right, that's a good one. I'm going to say Almas versus Gargano is my next match. Hmm. Um. Okay. Okay, I'll go with the um War Raider. Ooh, that's a good one. However, I'm gonna say my next one will be. However, uh, I'm gonna say. However, let me think. However, I just. Oh, let me think. Oh, I had a good one, too. Drew McIntyre. Oh, cool. Yes. Um, next one from NXT, Bray Wyatt. Ooh, the Wyatt family. That's a good pick. All right, I'm going to pick Seth Rollins. Nice. 
and uh, from NXT, digging. Good choice. Uh, I'm gonna go Neville. Neville versus Bo Dallas, however, in the first ladder match in NXT. Um. Wow. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry about that. Kazoon tight. Thank you. Um, let's see. What can I pick? And while we're we can give you a report that uh, earlier today, John's boys did take one on the chin. Sorry to say that, John, but uh, they did take one on the chin for the two. And the Pirates who were winning at 1.43 and now... Given up another, have given up a tying run in the last of the seventh, and right now it is 4-4 right now as we go to the top of the eighth inning. Um, Cassius, oh no! <laughs> oh, that's a good pick, Cassius Ono. Yes, yes. Okay, very good pick indeed. Very, very good pick indeed. All right. Uh, All right. Let me think here. My next one will be a good one. I am going to say, however, it's going to be Cesaro. I believe. Oh, oh. Cesaro. Yes. I'm going to go Cesaro on that one. Okay, you're up. Okay. Um. I have to go with Shayna Baszler. Oh, good match. Good pick there. That's a good pick there. You know, I'm going to take uh, Bianca Belair. Oh, nice. I'm gonna go Bianca Flame. Yes, that's my pick. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, I want to go with ah 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 that. This time I'm gonna go with a match. All right, go ahead. Uh, the matchup between Gargano and Ciampa. Non-sanctioned. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a real good one there. All right. I'm going to go back to the match, too, and I'm going to say this next one is a good one here. I'm going to say, uh, let's go with, uh, I went with Gargano almost the last time. Uh, you know what? I'm going to talk about a match I just talked about when I came on here earlier today with you. American Alpha versus The Revival from NXT TakeOver Dallas. Yeah. I mean, you talk about a good tag team battle. Those four guys support down in Dallas. I mean, you had also a good match with uh, what happened, however, uh, that same night as uh, another match. But uh, go ahead. Okay. Well, let's see. Um, let's see. I think I'll go with another big match. All right. Uh, the one between Bailey and Sasha Banks, the Iron Woman match. Yes, from uh, the Respect Show, yes. All right, I'm going to go, however, with uh, another good match uh, here in just a moment. I'm going to talk about this one. What about uh, Shin- I talked about Shinsuke and Sammy Bain in Dallas. I talked about Almas and Gargano, however, in Philadelphia, however. Uh, I talked about Carolina and Marvel Toronto. What about Finn and uh, Samoa Joe in London? How about that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. And uh, speaking of Samoa Joe, I'm picking him. Ooh, that's a good one there. Yes, very good pick there. All right. Uh, my next one's going to be a good one here, too, folks. I'm going to save this to my next favorite one, however. 
Uh, let's see. My next match is going to be a good one. Or Superstar is going to be a good one. I want to say, however, uh, I spoke Dallas earlier, however, I'm, I'm going to talk about Neville. Okay, the next one I pick is, is going to be a big one. Huh. Drew McIntyre. Alright, you're gonna go with McIntyre. Okay, good choice, good choice. Uh, give me. Ooh, this is tough. You know what? I'm gonna go as much as I I never was a fan of these guys. How in the main roster they had their issues, even WWE. They were, you know, they were kind of fair at best. However, I'm gonna say Enzo and Cass. Oh, nice. Well, the next team I choose is, um, what? I didn't know which one you had. The War Raiders. The War Raiders, the Viking Experience. Are a very good choice, okay. Alright, my next moment here, however, uh, uh uh, like I said, huh? My next one is going to be a good one here, and that will be consisting of. I mentioned Bailey, I mentioned Sasha, I mentioned Charlotte. However, I want to take, and I mentioned Alexa too. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take, I mentioned too. I'm going to go Io Shirai. Oh, cool. I'm going to go Io Shirai on this one. Okay, you're up next. Um, NXT, I would have to pick. Uh, come on. Uh, Kyrie Singh. Ooh, there you go. Good choice, good choice. Okay. All right, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, boy, let me think. I'm going to go match again. I'm going to say the next one will be a good one here. Let's go with uh, possibly maybe the match that really uh, turned a lot of heads, however, and put NXT on the map, however. And I just mentioned it earlier, however, I remind you. Oh, uh, God. I'm going I'm to take it's going to be Cesaro versus, uh, uh, who was it? Cesaro versus Kane. So I'm going to go there. So there you go. All right, you're up there. All right, NXT, another moment I'll have to go with. And uh, this one would be the first War Games match. The Undisputed Era against... The Undisputed Era against... Against Stakem, Razor, Rizar, Roderick Strong, and Sanity. That was a good match. That's a very good match indeed. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, uh, all right, let me think here. How, uh, uh, let me see. Uh, okay. I'm going to go with our 
this is a good one here. Uh, I'm gonna say my next moment, how it is. What about War Games Tower? I'm gonna go with the second War Game. I'll go one better than you, you know? That would be better. So, that's what I'll take, Tower. What about this one? The font. Uh, next, next one. The next match I have to pick is Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor from Beast from the East. Yes. Yes, that's, that's a good pick. That's a very good pick. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go with... Howard, that's a good one. Uh, my next match is a good one, too, however. I'm going to say my next moment, however, would be, however, the one that, um, like I said, however, that was very interesting, however, at some point last year. It definitely made me uh, sit up and take notice. Uh, this one was a good one. Let's go with... Um, had it too. Uh, the famous four-way. Uh, I think it was NXT TakeOver. And, uh, I can't remember what year it was. I think it was 14, I want to say. It was uh, Tyler Breeze, Tyson Kidd, and those guys. I, I'm going to pull it up right now. I'm going to try to find it right now I can and find out the year. How long. Just a second. Give me a minute here. I just saw it a second ago. Ah, let's see. TakeOver. 14. Hold on, I'll tell you in a minute what that was, folks. However, it was... Da, 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 da. Uh, I'll, find, I'll find it, Harris. Just, just, just go ahead. You're, you're uh, I'm both on this time. I'll find it later. Okay. Um, well, while you're doing that... The next one I think is Ember Moon. What's that? Ember Moon. Ooh, that's a good pick. I didn't think about Ember Moon there. Yes, good pick. Yeah, that's a very good pick. Uh, I'm going to say, however, you know what? I'm going to say, however, Sammy versus Neville from NXT TakeOver Evolution. That's my next pick as far as matches go. You're up. Uh one I'd have to go with is a team I <clears throat> I haven't picked and that is offers the pain. That's a good pick. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, Hideo Tomorrow. Okay. Well, next one I pick is uh next one I pick is the match from NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn, Finn Balor versus KO. Yes, almost as good as their match in Japan. Yes, good pick there. I know you're going to hate me for saying this, but I hate this guy even mentioning his name. He is He's a punk-ass little bitch, but he was in NXT for a while. And that's the Lex Luthor wannabe. Uh, let's just say, you know, then, uh, thinking he's so great and everything, and he's not all that great, but uh, he thinks he was great. Baron Cox for him. Yeah. You're up. Okay. Next one will have to be. Next one will be. Um. We can do 2010, right? Oh yeah, we can go back as far as that. Yeah, definitely yes. Well, I'm gonna go back and say Wade Barrett. That's a good pick. I'm going to take Michael McGillicuddy, Kurt Henning. Yeah. Okay. Next one I choose is obviously Daniel Bryan. Yep. Which 
place. Give me, uh, you know what? I'm going to say H.A. Lee. Oh, nice. Yes. All right. The other girl, I can see is Peyton. Peyton, okay. Very nice. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the line right now, we were expecting her as we could, however, to join us live, ladies and gentlemen. And we're talking about it right here and now as we welcome her to 191 of our radio, ladies and gentlemen, from Palmyra, Virginia, not far from Johnson X of the Woods, however, where she has a whip that cracks, however, let's just say, and she is going to have a lot to talk about here this afternoon. Let us welcome her in to what is a very special day, ladies and gentlemen, the M to the L to the D, the one and only queen herself, Michelle Lindodds. Michelle, welcome to 191. Hello. Well, you got John and myself. We're going over some of the moments of NXT, however, of course, coming up this Saturday. And, of course, some great moments there. We also talked a lot about AEW, however, and I know you want to say a lot about it. So we will step aside with the NXT talk for a little bit, and we will let you have the floor because I know you won't want to talk about AEW. So by all means, please go right ahead. Well, first of all, hello, John, because I never get to talk to you on the radio anymore. Hello. Um, as far as AEW goes, I mean, I'll make it short, um, well, as short as I can. Um, um, you know, Cody really made Vince look like a bitch. That's all, I mean, that's the main first part. Um, I, I, they nailed it. I, I can't talk all of a sudden. I'm like, blah, blah. They, they nailed it. They drilled it out the park. Everything. It was an amazing show. Um, I loved the moment between Cody and Dustin. I thought that was amazing. I thought that was the perfect, the perfect um, promo between the two, um, which is leading up to more for the pay-per-view next month of AEW. Um, I thought that the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks killed it. They brought it down. It was an amazing match. Omega and Jericho was really good, too. Uh, but what surprised me is that stupid old Dave Meltzer gave Cody and Dustin a B-plus or something, and, Co- and uh, Jericho and Omega got an A-plus. And I'm like, well, what the hell's the difference? They're, you know, they both, yeah, both their matches was good, but that was a, you know, that was a Dusty Rhodes moment from, like, 1986 shit, you know, like you yeah. said it on the show. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I don't understand Dave Meltzer. I don't like him. I think he's an idiot. Um, but it was a fantastic show. I'm super proud of Cody. I'm, you know, I've always been a big fan of the Rhodes family. I, I know I say that a lot, but I am. And, um of course, everybody's, oh, you know, John Moxley. Okay, great. It's John Moxley. Leave it at that. Um, you know, okay, he's not AEW, so I wish everybody would stop saying that. Because he did, he did not put his hand in the pot. He did not help create this shit. It was not his idea. None of that. Yes, he is a great asset as John Moxley to the roster. I give him that. But that's as far as you're going to get out of me. I'm not a big fan of him. I'm a bigger fan of him as John Moxley versus Dean Ambrose because he brings a different character to the table with John Moxley than he does with Ambrose. Um, but um, let's see. I'm trying to remember. Oh, the uh, the the uh, punch that Cody threw at Triple H. Get over it. It was a punch. Yeah. He deserved it. 
he, you know, he deserves more. You know, he deserves, they all deserve a big kick in the nuts for what they did to him. And they're the ones sitting there looking real fucking stupid now because Cody, is, he's, he's going to go a long way. This is going to be the, next, the, the new and improved WCW of 2019. I really feel it coming. And oh, yeah. that's what we need. And I hope that he's going to continue to add to the roster. Right now he has, like, 65 people. Amazing. Um, yep. Pretty damn good start for a small little business that, you know, I mean, everybody said, oh, he'll never go nowhere without Vince McMahon. Bullshit. I guess y'all look stupid now, all y'all who said that. Uh, right. Because he's making WWE look shit. I mean, they're sinking anyways. So they're, it's just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse. Yeah. Um, and to all the ones that are thinking and hoping that they're going to, you know, now that John Box is there, they're going to sign Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, don't count your chickens for the hatch because it's not going to happen. Those two are the faces of the company of WWE right now for uh, for Vince. Um, he can't afford to lose them. If he does, then, then you know, especially for Seth, it will uh, sink ship real quick. Um, yeah. But overall, I mean, I thought it was a freaking, you know, 10-plus uh, event. I thought it was amazing. It was really, really good. Um, I loved the um, the combination of, you know, you had pe- people from Lucha, AAA, um, you know, WWE, uh, ROH, you know. It, it was a mixture. Uh, Lucha Underground, you know, it's just a mixture of, of people and and that's the way I, I that's what I like to see and I, I want to see Cody go far. And I think he really will with this and I think he's gonna continue to build his roster. The right people approach. You know. Yes. He needs Owen Hart's son. Um you, he yes. needs David um he needs Crispin Wass son. He need, yes. he's got Brian Tillman Junior, which is great. Yep. Um, but he needs those other two. Because he needs to show that he is not um What's the word? It's not about who he's going to worry about putting in the Hall of Fame. It's about putting their asses in that ring to put the asses in the seats to watch these mm-hmm. matches. That's right. the message that he's trying to get across. Oh, I agree. And that's agree. what Vince McMahon needs to learn. And this petty shit of Vince McMahon saying, oh, you can't wear AEW merchandise here. I'm going to kick you. That's for the freaking birds, too. But anyways, yeah. that, just shows, that just shows you how common he is. But overall... It was a amazing, terrific show. I was very impressed. Yep, oh, I would agree. I would agree. And like I said, I'm going. With, I mean, there were some good things, of course, that came out of the casino battle royale, including the lit cigarette and everything like that, which was crazy. But speaking of Moxley, however, I did dig up a soundbite. John heard it, and so did Fonzie earlier today, and you missed Fonzie earlier. But I will play a soundbite for you for what Moxley said afterward, however, and then we'll talk about another thing that happened actually on this date today, and we'll get your thoughts on this. But this is what Moxley said after the AEW show on Saturday night. This is his clip here. One day, they will all come to my funeral just to make sure that I stay dead. But today is not that day. I'm alive. My heart is still beating and I'm breathing. Fresh air for the first time in a long time. My name, John Moxley. I am on a mission to reclaim my soul. And I know I'm not the only one who thinks, you know, it's about time this industry got a facelift. 
so make no mistake about it, this is an official declaration of war tonight. Anyone who wants to get in my way, AEW's way. Knock the pillars of this industry on their ass. We ain't reading history books anymore, baby. We writing them. What are your thoughts about that, Michelle? Um, big shot to WWE. That's basically what he was saying. Um, you know, well, you know, you're gonna to come to my funeral. You think I was dead? You know, blah blah blah. You think you're gonna make? You know, it was total shots at Vince McMahon and WWE, and you know, rightfully so. I don't, I don't blame him. Basically, he he knows he's been shit on for the last eight nine years. Now, you know, he's hoping for, you know, a bigger and better moment to shine, if that's the case and what the road holds for him. But, you know, Moxley needs to understand there's a little, that he has a lot of other amazing competition in this business, too. So, but I, this is why I love John Moxley, because he doesn't give a shit. He cuts it like it's supposed to be said. Um, he hurts your feelings. Oh, well, he doesn't care. Um, but yeah, I mean, totally, totally big shots towards WWE. He knows they're watching. He knows they're listening. You know, I read the article where it said Stephanie and Vince and Triple H and them sat down and watched it together. Uh, you know, big, big shots, you know, were fired from AEW to them and they, now they got to step their game up. You should have stepped your game up years ago. It's not about now. It's about, you know, the past five years at least. You know, don't don't sit there and twiddle your thumbs for five years and then want to stick your thumb up your ass when Cody's blowing you out the water with AEW. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Well, we also heard today, and we see Fonzie's now back on the line. Fonzie, welcome back. Uh, we did hear reports how earlier today that Dean Ambrose Howard has released a new appearance with NJPW on June 5th, which is the same date as the Best of the Super Junior Tournament Finals. They've been showing similar theme promos for a month now, particularly during Juice Robinson's match, which indicates it looks like it's going to be Moxley versus him for the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight title. As a result, they are now saying, according to reports, the following... John Moxley will be appearing in the Sumo Hall June 5th with apparent designs on the IWGP US Heavyweight Champion, Juice Robinson, believe it or not. However, Moxley previously saw worldwide famous Dean Ambrose. Uh, all month long, Robinson's matches and commentary have been interrupted by a mysterious video saying it was, quote, time up for the IWGP US Champion. Sunday at Macquarie Messe, Robinson exploded during the best of the Super Juniors broadcast saying that he knew who the mystery challenger was and stormed out of the building, however. Uh, your thoughts about this match between uh, Ambrose and Robinson in uh, Japan, Michelle, and then, John, I'll get your thoughts as well. Um, I love New Japan, always have, big fan. Um, you know, John Moxley's not a stranger to the New Japan world and uh, all that good stuff, so I think it's going to be a really good match. Juice Robinson is an underdog, in my eyes, from New Japan. Um, he's really killed it. I mean, he's, he's freaking wrestled with a broken wrist. That kind of sounds like Kurt Angle. Broken neck, broken wrist. But he yes. fought with it, and he still won, and he's still holding that title, which um, I am kind of sort of surprised about, but not so much now that Kenny Omega's gone because, you know, that was one of his competitions. But um, 
I, I'm going to watch that. I'm, I definitely will be watching that because I think that would probably be a throwdown match for that for New Japan. Mm-hmm. Certainly, no question. John, what about you? What are your thoughts about uh, the uh, Robinson uh, match with uh, Dean Ambrose, aka John Moxley, coming up in about another week and a half or so, two weeks from now in Japan? John, are you there? Uh, that was a good match. No, I mean, do you think it, I mean, the build-up for this is going to be good with both of these competitors? I'm saying. I mean, uh, I'm sure it would. Certainly. Good point, indeed. And, Fonzie, we yeah. welcome you back, as we said, however. Uh, Michelle, another story I want to get to, however, John brought it up in the birthdays and dates, obviously, however, mind you, is what happened 23 years ago today. Scott Hall coming into WCW, however, after leaving WWE and starting the whole Monday Night War thing, however, with WWE. Uh, give us your thoughts, however, and memories that you recall from that particular night, however, and the war that uh, actually really kicked it off, however, between WCW and WWE. Oh, Jesus, J.D., I'm lucky to remember what the hell I did yesterday. Um. Hmm. I mean, definitely a great moment, you know. Um, I, I remember it, and I, I, I then again, I don't kind of sort of, but I know this was a, a big start for it, you know, front to front to back, and um, you know, w, and Scott Hall's been a big asset to WWE, and you know, I go back and think of how Vince was very hesitant. <coughs> Vince Senior was very hesitant. Of signing him too. Um, mm. I mean, not Vince Senior. Vince McMahon. Damn it, I can't talk. Was has, they were hesitant of him and Nash. They thought they were going to be bullies and you know whatnot. Um, but it was definitely you know definitely a great moment you know. And to reflect upon that just a minute, you know, I mean, it's been 20 years since Owen Hart died. Like yeah. that blows my mind. It's been yes. that damn long. Certainly. Um, very, very sad, but you know, like I said, I'm gonna say it again. AEW, step it up, get his, get his son. I'm telling you, yes. they won't regret it. He's in the freaking indie series right now. He is, mm-hmm. he's out there. They just got to get him. Certainly, no question, no question. One thing I will touch upon with you, and uh, like I said, Fonzie and John already weighed in their topics, Howard, and you and I talked about this on and offline, Howard, is the whole Brock Lesnar uh, monster in the bank, beast of the bank thing. <laughs> Tonight he is going to announce his intentions, how we know, with Rollins, Howard. But uh, yeah. that being said, however, overall, Howard, WWE, Howard, heading into Saudi Arabia, Howard, right now, seems like they're... Uh, like I said, we've done this, this many times, spinning their wheels, Howard. I mean, you've got a pay-per-view that's coming up a week from Friday, and then, of course, in three weeks, Howard's going to be stomping grounds, Howard. So I don't know where they're going from here with this, Howard, but last week, Howard, there were some things that were uh, iffy on this show in general. I mean, in general, I mean, you talked about this with me offline as well as online, Howard, and talked with all of us, Howard. Obviously, Howard, the big thing is, Will AEW, however, present a challenge? And I think tonight we're going to see for ourselves how all of us will in Kansas City how WWE responds. Because like we said last week, they did not have a script in place, Howard, until about like 10 minutes after the show started. Hopefully this week, Howard, they got their uh, ducks in a row lined up, if you will, no pun intended. Hopefully they do something like that. But we're going to have to wait and see. But I'm looking here right now, and uh, it's funny. I'm just looking at some of the comments here. In fact, Howard, this is what uh, Paul Heyman had to say. And guys, I'll get your take on this, too. Recently, he talked to CBS Local, Howard, and this is what he said, Howard, about exclusive to Brock Lesnar and other things. This is what he had to say in an interview recently. On the opportunity Seth and Kofi present to Brock, this is what Paul Lee said. 
Taking a look at the landscape right now, the emergence of Kofi as a headline star and the popularity that he's enjoying and just how Seth is, well, Seth is doing as a Universal Champion, it was a very easy suggestion for me to make to Brock that there's a lot of box office this summer with the two champions that are enjoying a wave of popularity in WWE and we should consider bringing them even higher on the box office food chain, however, and putting one of them in the ring with Brock. On his ability to dominate WWE and UFC, billion-dollar TV deals are based on the office... office Authentic, I can't see, authentic city and credibility of a brand. Brock, as I said forever, is the only being in history to hold the NCAA Division One Championship, the UFC title, and the top titles, whether it's the Universal title or WWE title in WWE. When you take a look at that, there's a reason for it. Brock is a once-ever athlete. Brock can walk seamlessly between two universes of those two universes, dominate each of them at the same time if he chooses, and there's no one else, however, on the face of the planet that can make that claim with the possible exception of Ronda Rousey if she was so inclined. To have someone like this on your roster is something that WWE has in its hip pocket that trumps all. On Brock's return from UFC making it more available to WWE, Heyman said this, I think the public is willing to pay to see Brock, as long as Brock is presented in a manner that entices the audience to be emotionally invested in the story being told. That's whether it's in the WWE or UFC. So Brock's retirement in UFC only makes him more available for WWE if the circumstances are right. And finally, on being exclusive to Brock, this is what he said. We can say if, 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 if all day long. I'm with Brock. I'm exclusive to him. So to speculate on someone for whom I would perform my advocacy is mere speculation. We are probably the most talented roster in WWE history and can only imagine how badly some of these magnificent superstars are craved to be represented and advocated by, by, by Paul E. Heyman. And I applaud them for their taste. Michelle, your thoughts about the interview with Paul Heyman? Paul Heyman is a brilliant man when he speaks. I mean... There's no ifs and buts about it. But in all reality, this is about Brock. And he's, of course, once again under everybody's skin because, once again, he's abusing the title and he's doing this and he's doing that. He's pissing this person off. He's pissing that person off. That's what you call pro wrestling. Um, Like it or not, um, like him or not. Um, You know, there's going to be, you know, some that come and go you like and you don't like. But Brock is definitely one that is on the top of everybody's shit list. And I get it. I understand. But as a Brock fan, and always have been, um, I I think he's just, he enjoys getting under people's skin. And, you know, everybody's allowing that to happen. And and that's fine. It's understandable because, like I said, not everybody likes the same people. Now, to reflect upon the AEW thing that you commented in this, if Triple H and them have balls, they will yeah. retaliate. They will fire back at Cody tonight. They will fire back and say something, start the heat, get the shit going, you know, make WWE look like they have some freaking balls. Not blue balls, but balls. Yeah. Um, you know, but to reflect upon Brock, I'm sorry that, you know, he once again has pissed everybody off and, you know, he cashed in. And when he cashes in, everybody seems to think it's going to be on Seth. You can't count Kofi out, you know. It, it could be one or the other because word is is that, you know, he wanted to go to SmackDown so bad so that he could have um, equal time, I think is how he put it, um, something to that effect. Because, you know, he's still going to promote for UFC. You know, he still could advocate. You know, he still could manage, you know, stuff like that. You're going to see Brock. You're going to see Brock until probably WrestleMania next year, and then he's he's going to be done. So, you know, if you could just if everybody could just deal with it for that little bit of time, 
you know, I mean, kudos to you. I, me, I don't want to see him go, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, and I'll ask you one of the same question, too. Uh, if you had one opponent with Brock uh, that had never had history with her who would want to face him, or who could it be? There's been talk about Mad Riddle. There's been talk about other people. I mean, who do you think Brock would go in the ring with for his final match? I'd love for it to be Brian Cage. Huh. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Um, if not Cage, I'd like for it to be... Oof, that's a tough choice. Well, not really tough. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave it at Brian Cage. I mean, there's a few others and stuff like that, but, you know... I mean, you know, talk about Beast versus Beast. Like, I would love to see that happen. You know, him versus Matt Riddle, I'd love to see happen too, but I couldn't pick who the hell to win because I love them both. Same thing with Brian Cage. I like Brian Cage too. But, yeah, I would go with Brian Cage. Okay. Uh, John, what do you think of uh, about uh, what Heyman said and who do you think his last opponent will be referring to Lesnar next year? Uh, no comment on that. Okay, no problem. I understand that. Fonzie, what about you? For what, JD? What? Who Brock's last opponent will be next year? However, and uh, the comments made on by Heyman and what? For what? The WWE or yeah, UFC? WWE. Yeah. Who do you think he'll be? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who do you think his opponent will be next year? Yeah. Nah, ain't happening. But uh, I would have loved to see, but it ain't gonna happen though. I ain't gonna have no comment on that. But okay, that's fine. That's understandable. I would have loved to see someone, but it ain't gonna happen though. That's the thing. I said. Yeah. Well, like I said, we'll see you guys. We'll we'll all see you. I'll have to wait and see. Let's give you the number again. one six zero five five six two zero four four four. This is episode one ninety one. As we are winding down here, the Memorial Day edition of Raw Radio, of course, the human suplex machine, the Iceman, of course, the Queen, Michelle Lindoth, and the Heartbreak Kid all joining you here on a rare Monday. We were expecting a couple more guests here, but due to uh time constraints and personal difference, I'm sure everyone's enjoying their uh, gorgeous Memorial Day holiday and hopefully staying warm and safe out there despite the nasty weather. And again, we would like to definitely say our thoughts and prayers with the people of the Midwest right now, especially in Kansas, Oklahoma, and Missouri, who are undergoing severe storms, to say the least. But uh, that being said, we'll have to wait and see what happens tonight. Of course, we do know that Seth is going to find out many times from Brock Lesnar that Brock will be there with Paul Heyman tonight. We have not heard any matches as of yet have been enlisted for the Monday Night Show, but we will let you know about that here. And uh, with that said, folks, Howard, I want to remind everyone again, don't forget tonight, 11 p.m. on FacebookLive.com. Be sure to check out John's video. He will talk about the AEW show. He'll talk about 25 NXT uh, predictions. He will also give you his Raw Memorial Day thoughts as well. As well, folks. And, of course, don't forget, I will be on the Chris Peeps show, however, ladies and gentlemen, beginning just after 11 p.m. with, of course, Chris Peeps and his friends, of course, Shamir, of course. And wait a minute. minute, Hold on a second. I just heard a I think we got. I think we got the boss, the Chad, is online. I think the horseman is just rolling in here in the late hours. I think you're right. Yeah. Who do you think the world's gonna be, baby? That's <laughs> true. 
And ladies and gentlemen, that means only one thing, Howard. Yes, folks, join us from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, the big dog himself, ladies and gentlemen, riding in, Howard, as he's kissed the ladies, made them cry, Howard, and he is, uh, let's just say, found a way to uh, woo all night long, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome him in, ladies and gentlemen. He is the nature boy himself, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome him in here, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Chad Hinge right now as we say hello to him in episode 191. Chad, welcome. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. And I think everyone's saying that now, especially after what happened on Saturday. Of course, Michelle, myself, John, and Fonzie have all weighed in on our uh, discussion. I know you have quite a bit to say about this as well as other things. So I will ask the first question, which I just did. The AEW show, however, we all said it was a hit. I know you have quite a bit to say about this. So, Chad, the stage is yours now. Well, thank you very, thank you very much, JD. If you will, American Dream, baby. <laughs> uh, he enjoyed the Cody Dustin match, AEW Double or Nothing. I don't know what that Dave Meltzer is talking about. He is at the goofiest sex of being the world, if you will. Uh, that, that was a five star match, plus, 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 if you will. Uh, I had a front row seat to it. Me alongside my sweet sapphire. God bless her soul. Oh, we enjoyed it. Yes, we did. Oh, my goodness. It was, oh, my goodness. I'm glad, I'm glad to see my boys team up to the fruit of my loins. If, if, if you will. And then they had to go through the hard times to get back together, and they sure did. If you will. <laughs> yes, we talked about, yeah. we, were just talking about the, we were just talking about the Cody Dustin match. What a match that was. And the AEW, like Michelle said, we've all said all day. He definitely came out on a home run. And MLD, also, I would agree with you. Dave Meltzer can kind of kiss my high name because he thinks he's the wrestling, the god of wrestling critics. But like I said before, somebody else is, and no disrespect to anybody here, but somebody else is knocking on his door who could probably tell tell true wrestling talent when they see it, and his name is Mr. WWS Chad Hinthal, and I can knock his door down and kick his on any day of the week. So there you go. <laughs> so, so, so I'll say bring him on if you will. Yes. <laughs> as, for the rest of the, as for the rest of the event, I saw a video earlier today. Did I see this right? Did I see DDP carrying off Cody's wife? Did I That's see that? right. Because Earl Hep, because Earl Hepner uh, told her to go backstage, she was kicked out, and she wouldn't listen. So DDP came and got her and took her. DDP's also my main man. If you well, you smoke cigars to get in WCW. I, I, I give that boy so much advice. Look at he trying to be a Hall of Famer, just like me, the American Dweeb, if you will. I, I could go all day along with doing that. I would very much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. This, I'm gonna quote this before we go any further. I would love to send a video. I would love to send a voice clip to both his boys. And I would, I would love to hear what they had to say. Said, did, that sound, did that, does that sound like their dad or not? I, I, I mean, I mean, I would do it out of respect. I'm not making fun of the man. I would do it out of respect. Hey, just they, you know, when my when my mom heard it, Chad, she thought that was really dusty. Oh, your oh, your mom thinks that was you. Th- your mom thinks I sound like him too. Yeah, oh yeah, she thought it was Dusty himself, a clip of Dusty. I said, no, mom, that's Chad. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, oh, by the way, your 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 mom likes men who simply ravishing. <laughs> <laughs> I I I had to get she got good taste and all to with uh, ravishing ravishing Rick and all. Anyway, anyway, like I I read the I saw the thing about uh, that um, was it Dustin being uh, Dustin being interviewed even by out of all people Mark Henry, which was I thought that was really interesting. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was doing that for Busted Open Radio, I think is what I heard it was. Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I, that's what I had read. Um, uh, and, and he said it best. I think the one line, I think he said it best. Vince better watch his, you know what? Ass. Yeah, thank you. Yep. I mean, I, I'm not going to say it, but I'll let y'all say it. Uh, but, yeah, but Dustin said that best. I really, I really think... If, I really think that all the action that took place there. First off, I loved I loved how Justin Roberts handled himself as the ring announcer. Yeah, I loved that. Really. Oh, that was good. Oh, that was dynamite. The man, the man, like I said, could not have sounded ten times better. Could not have sounded ten times better. Uh, you know, like, as he did in WWE. I mean, WWE, I think, kind of weighed down his voice a little bit, but he really. Threw it out there in AEW last. I mean Saturday night, he really did. Mm-hmm. I mean, truthfully, mm-hmm. I really thought it was tremendous. Now, um, overall, like I said, as for the as for the um, um, overall overall show, um, uh, the John Moxley thing, really big time, really surprising there indeed. Uh, obviously, now we know it's going to be. Adam Cage versus Jericho now for the new AEW belt. Um, glad to hear that Bret Hart was okay. I think after he was leaving, after he had presented the belt out there, I think he had gotten. They thought they got he got hurt, but they say he was okay from what I heard. So, so thank goodness no, for that. No, he was hurt when he came in. They said he was when he was leaving, is what I heard. But I mean, I could have been okay. But anyway, no, I'm glad to hear he was. He, he was limping real bad. Yeah, but well, I don't think anything could have stopped Bret Hart before. I mean, it, that wouldn't have been stopped Bret Hart even even after his. No disrespect to Bret Hart, but that wouldn't have yeah. stopped him even if he, even as long after he stopped wrestling. Nothing would have stopped him. Nothing. He's still around, right. ain't he? He's been through a lot, right? There you go. Oh yeah. I'm not. Go pick. Hey, hey, hey. The thing about it, I'm sure, like I said, even now he could have probably taken the guy that tried to knock him out of the Hall of Fame. So I mean, hey, yeah. I mean, that's how good Bret Hart still is. He still is, yeah. bottom line. But I can't wait to see that Adam Cage versus Jericho down the road for the AEW belt. I like the belt. And I don't know yeah. you've seen the yeah. belt. I, I, I like the belt. And, and also, by the way, guys, by the way, um, uh, pretty soon you may see that as a tribute title belt here with us. So I'm going to let you all know about that. There you go. And speaking, speaking of which, Fonzie, you still on? I'm here. Okay, but well, this is perfect timing. Perfect timing. Because my friend, you are next in the pecking order to receive a belt from this past. I know Saturday. JD and JD and Ann told me. Okay, uh, well Ann's already picked hers, so now it's your turn. I don't know what belts are on. So. Well, Jay, I sent JD the list. 
Well, Chad's going on the list, folks. We also reported earlier today, and Michelle, this for you and Chad both are, that I reported that Road Dog apparently, and John reported this, is now back with WWE, this time working on NXT, believe it or not. Oh, not what sure. Yeah, it says here, it says, according this is, report, this is from 4, let me, this is a report, yeah, this is what they're saying. The Road Dog is back with WWE full-time and is working on NXT, according to the latest report. PW Insider reports that Brian James, who stepped down as lead, lead SmackDown writer last night, is at the Performance Center. He appeared at the Performance Center on the WWE Network today. The site reports that his official title role has yet to be confirmed. James took his break from WWE due to frustration with Vince McMahon's regular schedules to the SmackDown script after it was completed. Changes, I should say. Excuse me. So they and I'll tell Vince McMahon to suck it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Pretty much, yeah. In a nutshell. Okay. Anyway, all right, all right, Fonzie, Fonzie, here you go. Here you go, bud. Uh, the nine remaining belts are as follows here: the Underground Southern Heavyweight Student Power Surge Death Match Tempest Star of the Ring 24/7 and Triple Crown belts are still available. I'm going to go with 24-7. He's going to take the 24... He's going to take one of the newest ones. Ladies and gentlemen, your new WWUS 24-7 champion is the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. And no, ladies and gentlemen, nobody's going to be able to take this thing off of him unless they take him on on Wrestling Championship Challenge. Fonzie, that belt's safe with you, okay? Yes. There you go. Enjoy it. So you don't have to worry about that. And, uh, uh, Chad... Hey, yes. Chad, can we, can we do a match between me and J.D.? Remember we talked about? Well, I mean, you got to tell me when. Because, oh, Michelle, we need to do yours with Bobby. We've been rescheduling that for the last three or four weeks. Months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, can, I can do it Saturday night if he wants to. I've got, I've got it scheduled already for this coming Saturday, June 1st. Can you do it? Well, Shitballs, then that works fine. Okay, then I will I will find out from Bobby if he's free, then we'll go ahead and knock that one out. And we also got the NXT 25th show, too, so we'll be having a good time with both the Trivia Challenge and NXT 25. You're okay, well, and like I said, we'll be keeping up. With I'm, that here. And I'm here, too, Chad. I know, I, I know you are, Hey, John. By the way, guys, I don't know if you heard or I just read this, I would too. Never, I'm I would this never, right I, now. I would never... Oh, By the way, Fonzie, okay. congratulations on your new belt. I just read, apparently, guys, you're going to be blown away. According to reports, Kevin Sullivan did the production for the video packages of AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view, believe it or not. According to Kevin Sullivan. Last I saw Kevin Sullivan, he was in TNA. <laughs> I didn't know about hey. that. That was news to me. Hey, hey guys, guys, yeah. think about something for a minute. You say Kevin Sullivan's now somehow involved with AEW now? Yeah. You mentioned something about before about Benoit's son? Yeah, we, Michelle did. How much you want to bet that, that that may not go down as long as Sullivan's around? Mm. Oh, no. Mm. It, it won't. It won't. Uh, you know it won't. You know, he, he hears the word name Benoit. He, Sullivan's going to he's gonna go off or he's going to leave, and you know he's going to... It's going to tell you either you take, bring that kid in and I leave or you don't bring him in and I stay. That, that's his attitude right there. That's going to be his attitude. My right there. Bring he bring the kid in and let him go. Well, 
But what, what the thing about it, a lot of people think that Southern has something to do. Never mind. I'm not going to go into that. We all know that's true. Yeah. Okay. We all know that. So we know, the, we know now uh, the full is with Fonzie, so there you go. Uh, okay. okay, and uh, and John, I knew you were there, bud. I know, and, I, and it's good. And it's good. It's good to hear. It's good to hear from you as well. Bobby yeah. is the next person to choose. So after Bobby, I will let everybody know about who is next in the pecking order. As soon as I talk to him, he'll be the okay. next one. Then I'll let everybody know who is next. Okay. So and MLD, if you said if, if MLD, if you said that you can do this Saturday night, I'll talk to Bobby this week, and I'll find out if he's free. If he is, we'll do it. But if he can't do it, then I may, I'm, if JDU and Fonzie can pop up, then maybe we can do y'all's Saturday night instead. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I might be free that night. Yeah, I'll we'll, 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 yes, we'll do either one. Uh, so okay. either way, there'll be a show Saturday night. So which, other, which other one? And you and Fonzie decide which belt y'all want to do it for. So, I mean, so, I mean y'all well, need to figure right, that out. I, I have an idea right now where I'm going. Okay, well, like I said, we'll talk about that here towards Crazy. towards that show. Too late. What's that? Uh, what? You said you have. He, uh, JD said he had an idea where he was going. I said, "Crazy, too late." Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, you're right. You're right about that, Michelle. You are right about that. You are right about so, that. You are right about so, that. So, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and say that uh, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach is the new WWS ultra-violent champion. She chose that the other day. Actually, last night she chose it. And now the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie is the new WWS 24-7 champion. I may have two more I, two more ideas for some belts here. I've been doing some more research. So there may be some more. If I can't start finding any more, I may be doing something different with the title challenge. I'll let you all know. But I mean, I'm running out of ideas. So I'll let y'all know here about what we plan to do. I got some ideas. You want me to? You want me to shoot you some ideas? Yeah, put them on the. Um, put them on the. Put them. Put, send me. Send me a private message, and I'll read it. Okay, will do. Thank you very well, much. Yeah. All right. No, and like I said, I know Chad is going. Go ahead, Chad. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're cutting everybody off today. We're, we're, we're in a traffic jam here on Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we uh, are. Just a quick, <laughs> a, a, quick, a quick note here. A quick note here, tomorrow night's edition of Revolution, I don't have my paper in front of me, so I can't give you the full detail here, but tomorrow night on Revolution, our live video feed will be from the our newest, our, our new AEWS page, Wrestling's Elite Generation, and where in addition to the news and views of history and birthdays, of course, we'll talk about what, what will happen tonight on Monday Night Raw, but we will, in detail, Go through all nine matches from Double or Nothing. <coughs> so, Yay! So we, yes. Yeah, so, like I say, anyone that can pop on, please, please do so. <laughs> and we love, we we love to hear from what you have to say. But of course, also check out Wrestling Revisit as well. Outside the Ropes Wednesday night, Wrestling Debate Wednesday night, Wolfpack Thursday night. Of course, uh, like I said, Revolution tomorrow, Wednesday and Friday night. Uh, also, Power Hour at 6 o'clock on Saturday night, and also, of course, Wrestling Championship Challenge, which uh, it would either be Michelle versus Bobby, Indy U.S. World Title, and WWS World TV Title uh, up for grabs. Uh, two people will walk out of there with, with one belt apiece, by the way. No, no, I just wanted to clarify that, by the way. And or it could be JD versus Fonzie, but we'll find that depending upon what we can get scheduled here. Of course, I will be talking to... Uh, Mr. Mr. Hulkamania <clears throat> here is sometime down the road here and see what he wants to do. Hey, Other Chad, than that, I have a solution to the 
this shit right here. If I put my 24-7 with Chad, if Bobby can't come in on Saturday, maybe Michelle and JD can face my 24-7 belt. Maybe we can have a triple threat match. How about that? How about that? I like that. 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 I like 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 that. that. I like 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 that. I it will be one of two matches, ladies and gentlemen. First off, it will be Mr. Hulkamania and Bob Ziggler putting up the Indy U.S. World Title Special Challenge match against the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. The winner will walk out with the Indy U.S. title, while the other person will walk out with the, as the sole holder of the WWST title. Because Michelle, you and Bobby still hold that belt together. That's been a long time mm-hmm. since y'all hold. Yes, that's why, that's why that's the case. However, if Mr. Hulkamania is not able to be, be on Saturday night, and believe it or not, this was not actually a bad idea, Fonzie has agreed to put up the, his new WWS 24-7 championship against the Iceman Jared DiGeronimo and the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds in a triple threat match under Wrestling Jeopardy uh, rules. Uh, and, and the winner will walk out of here with the 24-7 championship, and and also to make it that much more sweeter, whoever does not walk out there with the belt, the other remaining will be the first two contenders for the belt. Make that fair too. Yep, that works. So, okay, yeah. So yeah, to make it to make it more to make it more interesting there. So yes. all right, well, well I'll, I'll keep in touch with Bobby, and then I'll let everybody know here about what happens with that. I'll be dependent about what Bobby can do, so I'll have to find out from him. So there you go. Indeed. I'll talk to him. All right, there. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, check out all of our shows here. Indeed. Also, check out, of course, our eBay store. Uh, of course, eBay store called Perpetual Uniquity Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. eBay.com forward slash str forward slash Perpetual Uniquity. P E R P U T A L U N I Q U I T Y. DVDs, uh, Blu-rays, HD DVDs, video games for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. Xbox 360 and PSP, uh, men's, women's, and children's clothing. Michelle, even some wrestling T-shirts, and there's a Randy Orton T-shirt there right now. I can tell you that right off that. Uh, <clears throat> it's an older one, but still, you might like it. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, also, uh, also, also, and also a bunch of other rock and roll memorabilia from Kiss and other uh, rock and roll bands from back in the days. So I'll be sure to check all that out as well. Uh, remember, a perpetual uniquity, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. It is internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. Be sure to check that out. Let's turn things back over here uh, uh, to, to, to the man that to the man that will uh, that will never make anyone here in WWS submit, and also who wears who wears Dusty Rhodes polka dot tights as a reminder of that. The Iceman, Jared D. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, J.D., you're back on. Okay, well, like I said, thank you very much, Howard. We have got definitely, uh, we're winding things up here, as you can tell, and the heartbreak kid did have to leave us again, so Ponzi, we do want to thank you for coming on, Howard, but we will check back in with you later on tonight or later on this week. Anyway, let's give the number one more time, one 
605-562-0444 for Memorial Day, Monday, May 27, 2019. The Human Suplex Machine, along with Mr. WCW, Chad Hinch, on the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lenard, and yours truly, the Iceman here, wrapping things up here as we are winding down the stretch here on 191. Right now, we're going to go to Raw Ratings and Thoughts Tower, and as we said, don't forget tonight at 11 o'clock, be sure to check out John's video, as he will have a lot to talk about, certainly without question. So with that said, we're going to start with John. Michelle, you'll go next. Chad will go third, and I will go last, as always. So with that said, John, you have the first say on Raw. What do we see tonight on Memorial Day in Kansas City as WWE hopes to respond to AEW? <laughs> I see a lot of 24-7 title changes tonight. <laughs> yes. yes. But for the main event, but for the main event, I want to see a six-man tag. Yeah. Alright. Who are your competitors and what is your rating? Rollins, Miz, and Reigns against Elias, Drew McIntyre, and Lashley. All right, and what is your rating? Rating 1.9. All right, thank you very much, sir. Yep. John. Michelle, all right. All right, we'll I have one more thing to say yes. before Michelle goes. Vince yes. McMahon, you thought last Saturday wrestling was going to beat you? Well, guess what? Guess what? You better put on a good show tonight or else you're doomed to hell. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yep. All righty. All right, thank you very much there. And, of course, now we are back once again with the Heartbreak Kid, apparently. So yeah, I, my mistake. It hit, I hit the end button by mistake. No problem. Oh. So like I said, John just got his raw rating in. Yeah, so I know. I heard after, about you, it. You, you, will, you will go after Chad, however, and I will go fifth. So, uh, Chad, I will go after Michelle. So, Michelle, you are next. What do you got tonight for us? Well, like I said, I mean, if Vince and, and them have balls, then, you know, uh, they will retaliate and fire back at Cody, you know, to make it freaking interesting because, you know, if, if you don't, it makes WWE look like a bitch or more of a bitch than they already look like now. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what happens tonight. I'm going to try my best to watch it. Um, you know, I have a hard time staying awake because I don't never stop, I don't think. Um, as far as the main event, and by the way, one thing I wanted to say, too, did you realize that Saturday, and Chad, I don't know if you knew this either, but uh, Saturday was three years ago that WWE let Cody go? Yeah. Wow. No, I, 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 I didn't know, know that. Neither did I. Yeah. yeah. He made him look like, anyways, well, we know, we know where we're going to go with that. Um, actually, you know, I, I'm kind of liking John's idea for the main event. I would like to see. Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'd like to see, you know, I kind of agree with John. I like to see a six-man. You know, they are always interesting. But if anything, I'd like to see um, Rollins against whoever in the main event. That'd be nice, too. Um, the rating, I'm going to go lower, 1-8. All right. No problem. All right. Good rating there. Thank you, thank you very much, Michelle. Uh, Michelle, thank you. Uh, rating Chad, you're next, huh? Uh, well, like I said before, Saturday, Saturday night was not a wake-up call for WWE to try to do something to improve to, to improve matters. Then tonight's show is going to be possibly just like it has been the last little while. 
this right down the tubes. Uh, garbage shoot awful, we'll just go ahead and say. Um, but uh, first off, i got to come up with something good. Uh, I guess the only thing that I could suggest to do would possibly be uh, I don't, uh, oh gosh. Excuse me. Uh, ooh. Ice. Uh, <laughs> kind of, kind of, uh, I don't know, probably, probably a non-title between Seth and AJ is what I would say. Ooh, yes, Chad, okay. I like your thinking. Well, right, thank okay. you very much. Uh, and, and my and my ratings, uh, like I said, they got stepping up here a little bit and all that. So you hope they're trying to, re- to recover from the AEW backlash. I've got to say, I'm gonna keep my on a down. I'm gonna go down probably a little bit lower. And I like John's and MLD's uh, ratings, but right now I don't see it. after AEW coming off a real big big night Saturday night. I just say 1.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. What is it again? 1. 1. 1.5. 1.5, you think? Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's going to have a tough time, especially with the Stanley Cup playoffs going on, no question about it. Uh, so uh, we thank you, Chad. And, again, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, check out John's Facebook video tonight, 11pm.com. Again, before we can Fonzie's thoughts here, I do want to thank Fonzie, Michelle, Chad, of course, and John for joining us here this afternoon on 191 as well. Go ahead, hey, Michelle. Yes. Yeah, real quick before, not to interrupt Fonzie, I'm sorry, but I want to say this before no, I forget. Okay. Sorry, Fonzie. Um, to let Chad know, too, because I meant to tell him in the chat earlier. Next week, put it yeah. on your calendar, folks. The yeah. new Triple Threat Talk will make its debut. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Awesome cool. breaking news. Oh, okay. As we have a new show, however, just before your Raw show, ladies and gentlemen, however, after Raw Radio takes off the air for the evening, we will have a new Dynamite show for you, ladies and gentlemen, before Raw even hits the air at 8 o'clock. Join Triple Threat Radio, however, with the Black Widow and her co-host, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to tell you more about that later this week, however, and how you can listen in on the debut show and what will be discussed next week on the debut show. So be sure to check that out next week, ladies and gentlemen. That will be an exciting time. We will let you know throughout the week more on that. Thank you very much, Michelle. Uh, yeah, and Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> can we... Can we add AEW to that? Well, am I am I also the name? Well, let's just okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Because this one here, this was all elite talk. You know, because it kind of incorporates everybody. Let's see. So, 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 in other words, still talk about what was the what was the overall? Yeah, but just the, add the which was which was what Lucha and uh, Ring of Honor, R-O-H, New Japan, and, and Impact. Well, I thought we had one for you okay, have no, Impact. Not Impact. We have a show for that, not Impact. No, no, no. I know, I know, Lucha. ROH and New Japan is what is what the, is what, right. is what is why it's called Triple Threat. Uh, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hey, hold on a second. Oh, oh crap. Uh, 
Let me get back with you. I might have a better name for it. Let me get back. Let's hold it for that right now. I'll let you yeah, know. I was just thinking all elite wrestling because, you know, that could, you know, cover what we're, you know, trying to talk about, really. Well, I may have a name, though, but I may have a, I may have an interesting name. But I'll, 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 I'll get back with you. I'll get back with you. But it'll okay. be, it'll be, I'll do what It will be set up before. It will be set up before um, next Monday. So, but I'll get okay. back with you. Let you do. I'll, let, me, let, me, let me ponder that. Now you got me thinking now. So. All right. Okay. Well, we'll yeah. definitely be keeping you all up to date on that. Thank you very much, both Michelle and Chad. John, uh, like I said, got his right in. Michelle got hers in. Chad's got his in. Fonzie, you're next. What do you got for us tonight? Okay. Hold on one second. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, we all know. We all know what's going to happen in the beginning. Somebody's going to come out, cry about what, what happened Saturday night. Uh, we getting sick and tired of seeing same old bullshit, same old shit. Uh, let's get some changes here. I like to see Brock Lesnar. Hey, you know, yes. he wants to yeah. challenge. He wants to challenge Seth Rollins and uh, Kobe Keaston tonight. Yeah, and he can he can take on two belts if he wants to. Cause yeah, yeah. You know, he has a contract of either or, maybe both, if he wants to. Yep. Yeah. But um, the main event, yes, you're going to see. Uh, well, always JD always says. Uh, Cox and Corbin. Yeah, Cox and Corbin. Yep. You know, again, you know, tired of seeing the same old shit, like I said. But here's, like I say, I think that your main event will have a double, a double championship challenge. Like I said, uh, if Brock wants a challenge tonight, and, oh my know, God. Or, or like say, hey, I'll take on both of you. Put your both titles on the line, and I'll cash it in tonight. Uh, if, I would have liked to see that in a main event. And that's what probably I would love to see, but you ain't. Um, so like I said, like I said, you're going to see the same old shit again over and over, and it's going to drop, I'm going to say one four because you got the the Bruins, the hockey game tonight, yeah. Yeah. and you got a couple baseball games on, and uh I'm going to say one for then your main event, the triple, uh, another triple, but the six-man tag team. But, yeah. but I, my I, position, my position, I would have loved to see Brock Lesnar challenge two belts and cash yeah. it in. We'll see. Well, we'll see. But, we'll see. Good but, point. JD, JD, JD. Yes. yes, Michelle. I just had a thought. I just had a freaking thought that would be freaking amazing for tonight. Fire away, please do. Balls have yeah. balls to challenge Cody to a match at AEW. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that's that's actually you know, I was think I was just going to think about I was thinking that just now that you mentioned it. That, that's actually good thinking cuz the AEW show, think about it though, guys. The 
Open Grounds pay-per-view is June 23rd. AEW's next show, six days later on the 29th. And I don't think yes. WWE has a pay-per-view until uh, the, the, the two weeks later with uh, Extreme Rules in Philadelphia. Yeah, they, they could. They really could. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. Let's start, let's show some balls. Let's if if if, if you want to see, if you, I mean, we talked about Scott Hall earlier uh, starting a war when he first came back to WCW and challenged W and WWE and Monday Night Raw. I mean, wouldn't that twenty years later plus? How could we see that happen again? That's a very good possibility. Yeah. Show. I, I like your suggestion. Oh. I'll, I'll have to consider that, but I would like to see that happen too. You know what? I'm going to go out on limb. I'm going to say. That could happen, I agree, but I'm going to go main event. I'm going to say it's going to be a handicap match, Roman versus Drew and Elias. As much as I hate to say, you know, Shane's going to show up, the little weasel that he is. I think the ratings go to a 1-6 this week. I think they take a little bit of a hit, even though it's the holiday weekend. I think that's going to be your main event tonight. That's what I think, but like I said, you bring up a good point. In fact... I would love to see that happen, because like I told you offline, and I told all of you guys off and online, however, there has been talk that right now, WWE is not very happy with Renee Young or freaking Natalia, especially after what happened over the weekend with the whole AEW stuff. But you know what? Piss on them. That's all I can say to that. Piss on them. But don't... Hey, we will definitely... T- yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry to prolong. This. No, no problem. We're just getting, getting ready to wrap up. I just now thought of something. I just now thought of it. And Please go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Inspiration here about that show. Listen very carefully. I'm ready. What's the one? What's the one organization we talk about here most of the time? That's WWE. Am I right about that? Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh yeah. Okay. 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 Think, think of them as, and, 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 and you'll get the term here in a minute, think of them mm-hmm. as the box, B-O-X. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talk about this other stuff. Think about yep. this. Outside the box. Yeah, good point. Outside Very the box. Yep. Outside yeah. the box. There you go. You oh, yes. You've got all of them, and I think you got all of them covered outside the box. Mm-hmm. Right there. Oh yes. Well, like I, that's a, that's a, that, no, that's good. I like that. That's a good suggestion. Like I okay, said, so AEW threat, have a oh, oh, I'm sorry. Triple Threat Talk, ladies and gentlemen, will now be referred to next Monday as outside the box. There you go. Okay, so there you go. That's perfect. So there you go, folks. Uh, our new name for Triple, uh, our, our, your extra Monday night show yeah. after Raw Radio takes to the air will now be known as Outside the Box. The Black Widow hey. and her co-host will be telling you more about that. Yes, Michelle, go ahead. JD, also Inside Pro Wrestling was one I thought of, Chad. That's a good name. Outside the well, Box and Inside, we can do, I was thinking, how about this stuff, guys? Um, well, the reason why I said the box is because we always talk about WWE. And, yep. and, it, and it was talking about that outside of WWE. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean. Uh, well, I just, yeah. I thought of that, cause, you know, because it kind of does cover all of it, too, inside of all of it, you know. But that was yep. just my idea. Well, again, hold on a second, second, real quick. I just want to let you guys know that Fonzie has left us again, unfortunately. I mean, Fonzie has been telling me throughout the afternoon he has been not feeling well. Maybe it's probably the heat. Fonzie, we just want to say get well, but hopefully uh, you'll be back with us again later on uh, tonight. If not tonight, then later on sometime this week. So definitely get well, and happy Memorial Day to you and everyone out there as well. Go ahead, uh, Chad. Please continue. All right. 
But, uh, but, but yeah, that's the only reason why I said that was because, like I said, we're always talking about WWE in all the circles. I figured, you well, know, you want to talk about something outside of that. Is what I is what I mean. Is what outside I the box, like I said, we'll, I, I like outside the box. I like Michelle's name too. Well, like I said, we're, we're definitely going to be kicking it around. But I think right now, at the moment, outside the box sounds like a good name. I think we might stick with it. I mean, it's up to Michelle again. It's her call. But like I said, we'll let you know more, ladies and gentlemen, next week what our new debut show is after Raw Radio takes to the air. We will let you know the time and ID later on during the week. And before we have the final say here, we do want to say again to everyone out there. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you for all your services, past and present as well. And of course, I do want to thank my colleagues today, Michelle Lindodds, of course, Chad Hinshaw, John Gross, and of course, the heartbreaker, Fonzie, of course, has been here, ladies and gentlemen, for episode 191. Of course, later on this week, we'll talk about the NXT 25 show. And next week, folks, however, for episode 192, we'll talk about the aftermath of NXT TakeOver 25. But also, folks, we'll get you set up a super showdown in Saudi Arabia, giving our predictions and thoughts as well, ladies and gentlemen, as far as that goes. Folks, we hope you enjoyed uh, today's afternoon show. However, we're coming up on three hours now, just about, ladies and gentlemen, and it's been real good to hear from everyone here today. We thought we were going to have some more guests, but we had a good panel today. I do want to thank everyone again. We hope you enjoy Memorial Day and stay safe out there. Enjoy Raw tonight as well. Hopefully it's a good show. And like uh, Chad said and Michelle and I have said all along, along with John and Fonzie, hopefully now that AEW took the first shot, can WWE respond to that? And kind, we'll find out here in just a couple of hours in Kansas City. So folks, we will talk to you again tomorrow, however, on Revisited and Revolution, but also next Monday with the aftermath of what happened as far as Monday and Raw goes. Enjoy your Memorial Day. Enjoy your your uh, burgers and dogs out there. Also, folks, Howard, don't forget, 11 p.m. tonight on FacebookLive.com. John will have a lot to talk about the AEW show, the W25 NXT upcoming show, and his thoughts about Monday Night Raw as well. So, for now, for the Human Suplex Machine, for the Ice, uh, Mr. W.C.W. Chad Hinshaw, for the Heartbreak Hit, and for the Black Widow, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside, and as we take you out tonight, Howard, this is a familiar theme we usually use, however, on some time on most of our Revolution shows, and Michelle has left us now, too, so Michelle, thank you for joining us as well. We are going to Close it out with our closing theme this afternoon. We will talk to you again, ladies and gentlemen, however, later on this week, however, and enjoy the rest of your day as well. So for now, we'll talk to you soon, and here is our closing theme for today as we say goodnight to you here at episode 191. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.